Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19. All new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So, you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall, rock-climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So, whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. John White, WebMD's Chief Medical Officer and host of the Spotlight On series from WebMD's Health Discovered podcast. For this special two-part episode, you'll hear up-close and personal journeys about being diagnosed with a rare type of cancer, multiple myeloma. He looked at me. I have been his patient for more than 20 years. And he said, this is really strange. You're an African-American, age 57. I've never seen this before. This back pain that you're continually having with no signs of osteoporosis. No signs, exactly. And I didn't have any signs of osteoporosis in my family history. Listen to Health Discovered on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. On 9-11, our nation made a commitment to never forget. Since then, it's been the Tunnel to Towers Foundation honoring those words with action. So many people gave their lives while saving others on 9-11. Tunnel to Towers carries forward that legacy of courage and heroism by honoring our country's military and first responder heroes, people who are willing to die for you and me. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. You guys asked for it, and baby, I'm here to deliver, okay? Y'all told me you better do a series just like you did for Beverly Hills. We want to talk Potomac. Look, I'm ready to talk Potomac, okay? I got an amazing guest with me today, the one y'all demand. Y'all told me back when she was first here, you said, damn it, bring her on again to talk Potomac because y'all know Potomac incites violence in our community okay so i had to bring her on we had to talk about all the things actually we had to talk about sunday night in general because that salt lake city episode woo, it was a doozy baby i i don't i still i'm still shushookus okay and the fact that this upcoming episode is about to be even better Boy, oh boy, listen, me and Taria, we're about to talk about the things, okay? I'm not going to give you too much of an intro today because, this, listen, this episode already long as hell, okay? So y'all just sit back, get you a cocktail. If you're listening to this while you work, then get you a mocktail or get you a mocktail and pour a little liquor in it. I ain't going to tell nobody. Do whatever you need to do, okay? It's your weekly, your weekly, damn it unscripted episode of reality and comics Two, yet another real housewives of potomac series baby let's talk the reunion part one (laughs) 
That's right. You're listening to Reality and Comics 2, the podcast that discusses all things scripted and unscripted TV and film. I'm Kendrick, but most of you know me as your mama's favorite black geek. You want some hot takes about the Real Housewives or Love Island, or maybe you just want some extra insight on the Scarlet Witch or the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Well, you're in the right place. Grab a cocktail, sit back, and prepare to cuss and fuss right along with me. wanted to jump on here before i'm gonna play the entire uh conversation between me and taria i'm gonna play it uninterrupted but i wanted to get on here you know beforehand and one i wanted to thank you guys for not only all the kind responses that you've been sending me about my episodes all of these uh you know series that i've been doing you know i'm I've been a solo act for a year plus now, but now I've actually been inviting people on who they ever thought, <laughs> but you know, I'm, I'm happy that you guys are actually loving this. I'm happy that y'all are like writing in and, you know, voice messaging in with requests and you know who you think should be on and all this kind of stuff. I love that. Please keep it up. Tell me who you want to be on here. I'd like talking to anybody. I love a difference of opinion. I love uh, the same opinion. You know, <laughs> I love all the things. And thank you guys for all the kind things that y'all have been saying, both on social media to the Green Eyed Bandits and to me about the episode. For those of you that don't know, I was recently on an episode of Reasonably Shady and it just like made my day. I'll tell y'all this story about how it came about another time, but it, you know, I'm, I'm happy that y'all loved that episode. Thank you for all the positive feedback. Cause I genuinely, after I got done recording, I feel like I forgot everything that transpired that past hour. Like I didn't remember shit. Like I didn't remember nothing, like nothing. I don't know what, I don't, I don't even know what that's called, but it wasn't until I actually like got up the courage to listen back to the episode that I actually remembered all of that shit. So, oh my God. Wonderful experience. Happy it happened. That's like a bucket item list checked off, baby. But number two, the main reason I'm kind of giving y'all a little intro right now instead of playing the two hour plus long episode is I want to tell y'all the first like two and a half minutes of this conversation with Taria, my audio, there was a little bit of an issue, but I fixed it super quick. So, you know, this is a, a two hour plus conversation. It'll only, it'll only maybe possibly bother you for like two minutes and then it fixes. Okay. I, I fixed it before we got deep into any kind of little conversation. So don't worry about it. If you thought you were going to get some bad audio the entire time, no worries, amigo. You're going to get, you know, you're going to get the things. Okay. All of the things, T-I-N-G-Z, you're going to get the things. Okay. Before I throw it over there, let me do a little bit of a self-promoting ad I'm going to play for you guys. You know, just in case you want to support me. I know you guys love me the way I love you. So if you want to support me, feel free. Here's a little ad, and then you're going to get the conversation between me and Taria uninterrupted. Okay. Are you looking for a cheap way to support your favorite content creator? You know who I'm talking about, the content creator that you happen to be listening to now. Yes, guess what? I'm on Buy Me A Coffee, or in my case, Buy Me A Beer, okay? Go to www.buymeacoffee.com slash realitycomics.com 
two, the number two this time. Yeah, they said it was too long, yada, 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 whatever. Listen, I work hard to put out these two podcast episodes every single week to run the Instagram account, to do the polls, the stories, the uh, 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 everything else in between. Any support that you guys give me, I always appreciate. So if you're tired of uh, me constantly soliciting uh, ratings and reviews, then just buy me a coffee. I love you for it. you so never 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 gonna let you go oh, I get my hands on you. y'all better get into these vocals y'all know I, I sing sometimes when I'm happy and I'm happy because look y'all y'all almost beat me up y'all demanded that she come back so I said you know what since I kicked it off with Beverly Hills I gotta kick Potomac off with her too guess who I have here with me today y'all I have Taria Faison of the What Else Is Going On podcast. We go, baby. My my skin maven, the Godiva uh, skin diva, the 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 empress of the uh, <laughs> the What Else Is Going On daily news show, Action News Five. Taria, hi. Oh boy, I love hey. you so. Never ever ever gonna let you go. Once I get my hands on you. Hello. <laughs> Y'all better get into these vocals for my boo, Kendrick. Okay, get into it. How are Listen, you? I am good. I've been looking forward to this all day long since we talked about doing it because, you know, I love talking to you. I no. just enjoy going back and forth with you. And I know that your listeners have seen it, but can we just celebrate? We need to take a moment to celebrate you. Oh. You were just on the Reasonably Shady podcast they are both reasonable and shady and let me tell you they're now in love with Kendrick Tucker Kendrick you had them laughing they were invested into everything you're saying people if you have not listened put aside however you may feel or not feel about the bandits and listen to Kendrick he is a lesson in how you should interact with these people you were great Oh, thank you. Look, maybe some people from Bravo and Marvel, they'll start, they'll lift their barriers down and start. Yes, because you're so good. Like you did the interview with the, with the gentleman before. Now y'all, I knew nothing of the movies they spoke, but I enjoyed the interview (laughs) that you did. I enjoyed the, and I took a lot of inspiration from his interview. And then just hearing your voice and seeing your name on reasonably shady. I was like, this is Kendrick. (laughs) Oh so, my God! I know. Congratulations! I'm, thank you, thank you. I'm, I'm. I don't know what to say. I'm just, I'm a happy boy. Taria, thank you for that. First of all, I'm so. I, I don't know. It's just been a good week. I'm just very happy. It, it good things are happening, and I'm just hoping that like momentum for all of us, everyone that I love that. I just hope that momentum for everyone builds. I feel like everyone is going through like such a good time right now, such a good patch. And what better way to like celebrate all of our amazingness than to reflect on the criminality in Salt Lake City? Because (laughs) I need to know about the things, okay? It was, listen, Sunday night was a lot, a lot like it was a lot of things going on okay my stomach was churning like I don't know I sometimes wonder why I torture myself 
watching these shows because I honestly, I know people probably will be like, oh, that's corny, but I like, like, there's nothing better than Atlanta going on vacation and all getting along with being like a little shady. So when they mm. argue and fuss and fight, sometimes my stomach acts up. Yes. And then when there's like anxiety and on Sunday, I felt like yesterday my stomach was hurt. And I was like, oh my God, even though we already know what's going to happen, mm-hmm. but even leading up to that, Kendrick, it wasn't even just the uh, Homeland Security for me. It was, I, we got to talk about Heather getting off the bus, going up to the police. <laughs> we got to talk about Heather. And there are some things she said that kind of made sense to me that I had heard in the ethers. We got to talk about Mary and Whitney. Like all Ooh. those things had my stomach in a pretzel. Yes, it was It was a lot. Look, y'all, if you're here, then you know that this is like technically the, you know, this is going to be my new series. We're going to be doing the Potomac reunion season six. It'll be everything. I'll get someone on for each part of this, but I usually kick it off with hot topics and we usually talk about whatever's going on and, you know, pop culture, the Bravo sphere, whatever is happening. Today, I told Taria, I'm like, look, fuck hot topics excuse my life but fuck hot topics we got to talk about this salt lake city episode and then we'll get into potomac because it listen what did you tell me the other day three you like i'm just glad it ain't nobody black this time look we, just, <laughs> yes. we celebrating look okay <laughs> we celebrating that it ain't nobody black it nobody, nobody close black. to being black although jen looked like janisha when she got Ooh. on the van generic when she went to generic <laughs> yeah. when she went to court she looked like um, Amy with a spray tan. Yeah. Let's be clear. She had a really sensible hairdo. Yeah. It yes. was okay. Uh-huh. Um, I've been buttering up. I have to ask you this. And okay, tell me if okay. I'm going too far ahead. No, let's get into it. Jen, even though we take what she throws out as a grain of salt, Jen posted that someone on her cast was racist and they had 24 hours to take Black Lives Matter out of their bio. We've all figured that it was, I think, Heather. Mary has said Heather was racist. Some strong accusations to throw out. Like those are like heavy accusations. And I haven't seen any signs, right? But, Mm -hmm. and I may or may not have had DMs come through kind of insinuating the same thing from people in Utah. Okay. And I was like, not not our Heather. Then she said something Uh that thought maybe the old Heather, but you know how God makes all things new. (laughs) Well, well, she was a Mormon and she said out of her mouth, mm-hmm. she felt a superiority to the people who weren't even Mormons, her family. Let's start back last season when she said that she loves everything Mormons don't homosexuals, black men. Mm-hmm. She was felt so superior in her Mormonism that she was looked at her own family as outsiders. So if she felt superior to white folks who she shared the same blood with, how then did she feel about black people that look nothing like her? When her niece and nephew said they thought the church should be at the forefront of social justice, what Mm -hmm. they were saying was, we think Mormons should have been accepting of black people a long time ago and not just in their bylaws, but actually accept them and it dawned on me i think what people may have said i don't think she was racist i think there may have been a hint of superiority because again if you feel to me white people who feel superiority to other white people oh they definitely feel superior to black people oh yes 
See, what people tend to forget sometimes is that a lot of the things that people feel usually stems from a few places, religion being one of the greatest ones, because they'll sit there, you know, other people's like perception of religion might be entirely different than someone else's because someone else might be believe, you know, they might be raised up to use religion in a way that puts them at the forefront or to, to, uh, you know, it empowered them over other people, all these kind of things. But then, you know, other people are like, no, I feel like we should be doing this. We should be doing that. Let's love everyone all like that. But that's not how everyone's upbringing is. And Mm -hmm. sometimes, you know, it, it, it takes a lot of what did Mary, uh, Mary, Mary say shackles off my feet so I can dance. Sometimes you got to get them shackles off and then you can, yes. you know, no matter what, what, what institution is, you know, shackling you, you got to get it off before you can really, you know, start to break away some of those mental prisons that yes. you've been living in for a long time. And I think that she has. And so I think that's where she may have been with people thinking she was this and that. And it was like you said, those prisons uh, and those chains of that particular religion holding on there because that was very interesting and I and for her to admit that I felt superior I was like okay at least she's admitting that and just just to hear that conversation and again to hear her niece and nephew say the church should have been at the forefront of social justice Mm -hmm. I was like okay that that just I was I don't know why that stuck out to me but it just really did and I was like "Mm, okay yeah it was a lot about that conversation in particular but first of all this episode from start to finish was like had me like i was glued to the tv like not even the jen shasta like jen shasta obviously was a whole lot but everything else before it was so good too like i'm sitting there like there was stuff you can grab from it there was stuff you like that was dramatic as hell that you could watch everything about this episode the part when Heather, when they were at the same lunch that you're referencing, when she talked about the different tiers of heaven and she yeah. broke it down in a way, talking about Jeffrey Dahmer would get into heaven before she would, that's a little, <laughs> that's a little scary. I don't, you know, I, I don't know if I have any Mormon listeners. If I do, hi. But, you know, if I, you know, if, if any of y'all are Mormon and y'all can like, you know, rebuke or if y'all can confirm what Heather's saying, I'd really be interested to know because this is the first time anything about Mormonism has been broken down this way. And yes. it's been, it, it, it's interesting to say the yes. least. And so I'd love to know more. I don't know enough about it to speak on it too much. I only know what she yes. said, obviously, mm-hmm. but if anybody out there wants to slide in our DMs and, you know, confirm, deny, uh, add on, take away, whatever you want to do. Multiply. <laughs> right. Divide all that. I'm here for, I, I want to know all about it. All about it all about it yeah okay wait a minute did you hear somebody and i can't remember who said it (laughs) somebody had did a meme about heather's daughters and said heather's borrowing shannon bedore's twins for her daughter (laughs) (laughs) why first of all you just upset me because why is why is shannon bedore still on our damn tv screen why is she coming back (sighs) With nothing to talk about but salmon with cream cheese in the but, middle of it. But to cry. But to, to put cry. lemons in a bowl. That's yeah. all. I'm over it. I don't yes, like lemons. Me okay? too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even like no damn lemons. How about that? Oh, listen, Mary versus Whitney. Just give me your, your initial thoughts about this 
altercation? Because I know you got someone. I first thought about Mary, did you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I was torn because at the one at at the Italiano, first of all, I need her to stop. I thought Jen was funny when she said, I will donate to your church. Stop speaking Italian. (laughs) I wanted her to stop. I was torn because I felt when Whitney was crying, I felt that that was real. And I felt that was she also drunk? Because you know how sometimes we get a little bit emotional, but I felt that it was real. And when she said that she's been defending Mary and been and been Mary's minions, I was like, wow. Okay, so maybe they had an even deeper connection outside of filming. If it wasn't TV, I wonder would she have said all those things? Because, you know, we always talk about when Mad Day comes. Right. You tell everything, but. Because Mary's Mad Day came fast as hell. Fast. And let me tell you, Mary owned that Mad Day. Mm -hmm. I was like, last year it was a little, we didn't really see a lot of her. But the part of me that was feeling Mary, what I could kind of feel like, well, yeah, Whitney, she didn't need you to explain what Jen said. That's between her and Jen. Mm Mm-hmm. But when she was calling her a little girl, and I, I noticed something. <laughs> you remember when Whit, when Mary was calling everybody and she was like, okay, I'm not going to keep calling you, Whitney. They showed her phone. It was a very long text message in blue. <laughs> then Whitney said, Mary sent her the text. Now, Mary, Mary, Mary. Hey. I was with you until you got to the end about never having past plastic surgery. Mary, Mary, Mary. Yeah. You used to have a nose like mine. Yeah. Listen, and complexion like mine. And so I was like, (laughs) Mary, Mary. But I still somehow in that argument, I felt her. And then for Meredith to be able to come in and calm her down. Mm -hmm. I'd love, there was something magical about that moment. I was like, oh, what is happening? It was a lot. So I'm, I'm still like, even like with that opinion, I'm still like more so team Mary in this case. Because Me too. I don't know what it is, but it feels like it feels like Whitney's kind of having an awakening in a sense. Like she watched first season and she kind of sees how she came across. Like, I don't think she wants to come across as the ditzy blonde anymore. Yes. And so now she's like making sure y'all know, oh no, I'm assertive. I'm smart. I'm this. I'm well-spoken. I'm that. I'm this. And so now she's, it feels like her scenes especially she is like more than willing to go from zero to 100 real quick i don't know if she's trying to like see have season two impact or if she just like wants to change that image that people think of her i don't know what it is right but i felt like in this situation she jumped into something that didn't have anything to do with her she's the one that hyped this kind of situation up because yes. Mary was calm talking to Jen. She wanted to know what she meant. Like what well, she wanted to know about her feelings about Jenny, because for right. Jen to say, uh, don't worry, I got your back. Mary was like, well, wait a minute. What, what do you think about her? Like, is she, you know, like, is this a problematic person that we need to be she, looking at? She out? must be talking about me for you right. to have my, but for you to say that. Exactly. And Whitney inserted herself in that yes. and then kind of turned it around and made it all about her. And then see, what you be saying, Taria, you can't do something to somebody and then tell them and how to did, react. <laughs> you cannot, you can't dictate a reaction from somebody. Boom. Because you got a reaction. You got, and let me tell you, I thought it was a beautiful moment for Jen to say to Mary, I got your back. Mm-hmm. Because that's what it should have been season one. Y'all should have stuck together. And you know what I mean? And I said, y'all should have stuck. Hello. 
together. <laughs> but then again, Mary might have been involved in even more schemes. So I'll sure. but- they would have been looking for Mary ass too. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But I just when 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 Whitney said she was just offering you a beautiful moment. It wasn't like some magical, mythical, I love you, Mary. It was just like a homegirl, I got your back. Right. And she cut off, like you said, Mary being like, well, hold up. Is she been running her gums about? Like, like there is something right. that would make you say that. Which, can we touch on Jenny for a second? Jenny, I'm a, Jenny. <laughs> you inserted yourself in Mary and Lisa. And when, mm-hmm. Je- and when Mary was like, oh no, what you're not going to do is talk to me like you talk to these other ones. Then you said, you're not going to tell me what to do. And then she says, and it was a difficult day for me. I don't like when people try to bring, use things like that as a way to, okay, their terrible behavior. You don't get to act that way. Mm -hmm. You just don't, because all of us have suffered something or been impacted in some way that if we reacted based on that, we could all be in jail Mm -hmm. and other people on the other side would be dead. So you can't. Right. You know, that's not an, ex- I felt like in this instance, she was using it as an excuse to justify her actions. That's like mama, uh, mama Braxton said, it'd be two sad days, his funeral and my trial. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes mama, mama E, yes. yes. I was See, so, and I think Whitney's insecure. What you also, mm-hmm. it almost reminds me of the way they tried to paint this picture of Candace, and I know we're going to get to it, but little girl, mm-hmm. little girl, little girl, you know that triggers yes. her. Remember when Chris called her princess? So now mm-hmm. we're seeing what Whitney is insecure about. Like mm-hmm. you said, she season one came across this way, and Mary kept saying little girl, and I felt like that was making her even more like yes. lose it. Because keep in mind, Whitney, like during the season, like season one, she was the same way the entire time. But when she showed up to the reunion, she was very much like, I know exactly what I want to say. Like, I feel this way about Lisa, this, that, this, and the third, A to Z, like breaking it down, like to a point where the audience was like, wow, I didn't know Whitney like had all this in her. Right. And now she got, see, Housewives rookie mistake. You yes. got gassed by the audience. You let the audience gas you. And now the high you, off their supply. <laughs> child, you, your foot too damn uh, heavy on the gas. Let yes. it up a little bit, hit that brake. Um, that is so true. She was so clear and so, which mm-hmm. speaks to why she wants to be friends with the popular girl in quotes, Lisa so bad. Mm-hmm. No matter how, no matter what she feels like Lisa did, nothing is enough to make her not want to be her friend. Right. And I'm, sure. I'm tired of watching shows. I know that housewives can't be like when we first had them and, and everything's fresh and new and no one's producing which is why I like when you say they even need to go ahead and break the fourth wall all the way mm-hmm. because I don't like watching feeling like I'm being produced into believing something. Yes. yes I'm like, yes, I yes. can, I can see it. Like what is going on, Whitney? Don't play on my intelligence. Don't play on my, mm-hmm. let me tell you when Mary said in that confessional, well, yeah, she was going to dress this way as punishment. I was going to have her dress like a monkey, but I thought that would be, <laughs> to me i said mary (laughs) i love you mary and i will say i want to say this as much as what heather spoke about mormons and like you said if anybody wants to jump in our dms and let us know people still don't go after if you will that religion the way they come for mary 
and the church. Boom. And for me, it's bothersome because she is a black woman that mm-hmm. is a pastor. Now I'm not saying she can't be guilty of everything that they're saying, but I don't like how the first thing people jump to is she's using the church's money. If we look at Mary's lifestyle, we saw her congregation. They ain't paying for that. Right. If so, there would be no lights in the church. You got to pay for lights, gas, water, the mm-hmm. building. Mary Hello? had this big insurance policy if we're believing everything these people are saying. So, and then I think people use that sometimes instead of just saying, I'm not in the church or I'm spiritual, but not religious. People love to say, um, this is what turns me off from religion. It's hypocrites. But when you go to the gym, there are plus size people. So are you mad at the gym? Right. Because they allow plus size people. And it's up to you to have your own relationship with whomever you believe in. But I just hate the way this is also concentrated on Mary. And I'm not saying, again, she's not guilty of what they're saying. But when I looked up the word cult, I seen Catholicism in mm-hmm. the like, like defining the word cult. Mm-hmm. So I just hate how I, I think I'm sensitive to it because I am a black woman and I grew up in a black church that yes, there was some, definitely some problem. I'm sure, you know, too, we both grew up in, but there's mm-hmm. some problem areas, but we wasn't drinking. We wasn't Jim Jones in and we wasn't <laughs> giving them money at the expense of bills and lights and things. My parents believed in paying their tithes and offering mm-hmm. and what y'all do with it. Y'all do with it. Almost like when you give money to the homeless, what you do with it, you do with it. But I felt led to give it to you. So mm-hmm. I just hate that. I hated to see Lisa Barlow act so, oh, Mary, you look so pretty in the FaceTime call and hugging Mary, knowing you purposely because she pissed you off. You purposely went and brought this man to come talk about her and how you, you notice how Whitney introduced another person okay let me ask you because I, i'm gonna I'm go back and i'm gonna touch on uh the thing you just said about mary and her church because that's been something that's like always been kind of heavy on my spirit a little bit watching mm-hmm. this show but she said the name was it joelle yes she said her cousin joelle do we think this is cousin joe that was like going around her house fixing the stuff like i literally i know like i'm okay <laughs> Kendrick I literally I've been wondering I was gonna make a meme about it but I was like you know what I'm just talking to Rhea about it because I need to know the team my heart just literally was like (laughs) (laughs) I'm like you get this man all in your house spending your money right and oh that okay we need to know we need to know you didn't got me speechless I'm like literally (laughs) rolling back in my mind because it be your own family sometimes we know that and do especially with the family member with the money but they'll be in your face but behind wow Mm -hmm. yeah I don't Mm -hmm. like I I, I didn't like that Whitney did that Whitney did that for something because that's what I was talking about Mary it seemed like the mad day for Mary came immediately because she would didn't even go like 10 steps and told Meredith everything she knew about Mary's background so it's like well damn we we for real for real like friends okay and I almost feel like was there a conversation had Hello. between Lisa and Whitney? I just cannot see. Oh, y'all just mm-hmm. both came to the same conclusion that when we get mad at Mary, we're going to talk about her church on y'all own. That's what y'all thought of. That might be why Whitney didn't come because, you know, if Whitney would have been there, 
then she would have been getting the same information at the same time as Meredith. Yes. But now that she wasn't there, she might've been able to like, well, here's a whole entirely different secondary right. source that you can use to back up. Oh, I'm so messy. Let me see. <laughs> but you know what? I'm with you. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, I had somebody come like, tell me that um, they hate Mary because of the things she's done to people and what people have said about her. And I said, well, do you know this for fact? And I'm only saying that because there are things that we see for fact about people. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, but I love that housewife. So what about Mary? Right. It's so that you believe this, not even giving her grace to kind of let's, let's let the internet do its thing. Mm-hmm. You're just ready to believe everything somebody says. But what Heather's saying about Mormons, y'all are not investigating anything. Y'all are not like it just. It, it, it really blows my mind. Right. You talk about a cult. They're telling you who you can and can't talk to. Right. It's weird. It's so with Mary, my whole thing about the, what you were talking about earlier, when you were saying, uh, you know, people are so quick to like, you know, call it a cult and all this kind of stuff. It's that particular conversation like i've been most excited for this storyline even more so than the gen one because i've been wanting to see how this was going to get treated online i feel like one it's not uncommon i can tell you firsthand from in church that whole thing about oh no they all see her as god they all think she's like that if you don't think there's a church Mm -mm. around this country where the people in the congregation don't see their spiritual leader as more than their spiritual leader the person that they praying to and all like that you really don't think why do y'all think that some of these mega churches have these pastors with these big scandals and they keep coming back over and over and over again because in their people's mind they can't do no damn wrong even though they got accused convicted (laughs) tried and jail for wrong like and the baby's out there hello you know what (laughs) (laughs) i'm just saying it's it's a little weird to me but i'm i'm on the same page as you all of that is kind of i need a lot more like concrete evidence before i'm gonna sit out here and say like you know because one like you said that church ain't paying mary all that we know they got all the other businesses that lady robert buying all them chanel's from all the other uh (laughs) businesses that they were trying to marry into child right (laughs) i I said if they would just take a minute they're quick to run down the business of the white housewives oh no well they do this 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 and this but when it comes to candace they don't run down her businesses and they're not running down mary's i mean since since y'all are believing these sources why are y'all not mentioning that these same sources are saying she got a $10 million insurance policy from her grandmother. Hello. Daycares, restaurants. One restaurant I just saw online, they, they weren't sure if it was open because of the pandemic, but they said it was popular. So it's interesting to me when people mm-hmm. say they eat the meat and throw away the bones. It's interesting whose bones you throw away and whose bones they want to keep when it comes to these stories. And I truly believe it is because of the way it's painted like when she said Mm -hmm. speaking in tongues and they're talking to mary i've been in churches where they're speaking in tongues and they're not talking to the pastor like you said there are churches out there like that we know them right i remember and i I will never forget this i remember you go to church with your parents as a child and you Mm -hmm. you don't know what to think of the pastor like oh my god you, you see the pastor and you see all these people move. You may not know it's God, but then when the pastor comes and says hi to you or pat you on your little face, you're like, <laughs> oh, because for you, 
it's something big That's as you big get man. older. Yeah. Right. <laughs> as you get older, you develop your own relationship or what, or you don't with whomever you believe in. Mm-hmm. But I remember there is one thing that Jamal said that I always kept in the back of my mind. He now he may have been saying it to absolve himself of things. <laughs> I took it a different way. Mm-hmm. He said, we put too much stock in pastors and we treat pastors like God. But if you are in a moment of crisis, you need to be praying to your God and not to a Jamal Bryant because Jamal Bryant can't help you. And I was like, that's the difference between you seeing someone as a God or you seeing the person being put in place as your spiritual leader of this church. And that also is what makes it easy when you see things go left, you can say, it's time for me to go because Mm -hmm. I can't sit under this. But I just hate that Mary's whole storyline and people were so quick to believe this was a call. It just bothers my spirit. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see that storyline. Me too. Develop a little bit. It's, it's weird that this and the Jen Shaw stuff is hidden at the exact same time. At I guess that, our two Ooh. women of color. Child. I need one of you. Okay. Now like we need, we need uh, uh or somebody to get arrested so we can, <laughs> we got to even the playing field a little bit now. Speaking of that. So I think, Uh-oh. I think I might've texted you this and then I put it on Twitter and then somebody responded. I said something like basically Heather jumping out of the van to ask the police what was going on. Not in my world. My stop would have been home. Right. Somebody commented, Heather was being a good friend. And I said, you clearly missed the point of my tweet. Black people are not jumping out of a van with a SWAT team there asking them what is going on. Because I know they could always throw up, um, what is it called when, um, if you were stopped on the side of the road and then I pulled over and said, hey, that's my cousin. They could say that was a, um, what is it when you like interfere, but there's a word for it. Aiding, Uh, oh, uh. It'll come back to, but you know what I'm talking about, Mm -hmm. right? So they can always turn it around and say, Hey, this has nothing to do with you. Why are you out here? Cause I've had that happen. Mm -hmm. So when, when that lady said that, I said, you clearly missed the whole point of my tweet. I love my friends, but my black friends understand (laughs) why I'm not getting out, asking a SWAT team what's going on with my black friend. First of all, I would have gotten the driver's seat and drove the fuck off. I don't, care if, <laughs> I don't care if it's a party bus, whatever the hell it is. We getting the hell on. We not about to stick around. What, what y'all here for? Uh-uh. You, you t- I found out on the news. I, I don't want to know that damn bad. First, let me tell you something. If I would have saw all them damn NYPD jackets and Listen. shit, unless I saw Olivia Benson walking around or... <laughs> Or uh, a stabler or tutu ola or something. Oh, hell no. I, I ain't trying to see what's going on. Can I throw Olivia Pope in if she's not okay. there? And how many yeah. times have I have, I know for sure instances where my black friends are driving a car, mm-hmm. it gets stopped. And then the officer asks the passenger, my other friend, I want to see your information. Mm-hmm. It's happened multiple times. If you're stopping the driver for a particular reason, why are you asking the passenger? So again, I'm not getting out. Right. Asking the SWAT team. Child. Let's go and get to that scene then because. Okay. What did you. The, I, ooh, wait a minute. All, when Lisa's. I'm sorry. But when Lisa said. When, when Heather said. Should I call Jen? She said. I, what I, she said. <laughs> I would not. Or I would right. not. Okay. I was like, yeah. See, Lisa, you smart. That's yes. why they mad at you. You smart. You don't yes. know what some damn sense. Trying to figure out if you should tip off the like girl and you on camera too. 
I don't know what the hell wrong with y'all. You know what, Kendrick, you just made it even more clear because I was like, oh, Lisa's thinking ahead, but you said. <laughs> On camera, you trying to see if you should tip off this damn lady. Really? Lisa was trying to tell you I would not. Right. And so, first of all, if Jen was smart, she wouldn't go answer that damn phone. No way. So I'm hoping you was, uh, I, I'm excited to see how next week plays out. I want to know if she, you remember, <laughs> do you, do you remember the rumor because you remember when this story broke, we the Bravo sphere was on fire. You and, and you I remember, recorded that day that it broke. Yes, 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 yes. Do you remember there was a story that they said that Jen Shaw was hiding in the back of the trunk? Yes. And <laughs> I need to know if that's true. That's what I need to know about. Right. And Ooh. I want to know if it was really Coach that was calling her. Listen, you got to be a different type of psychopath. For your mind to immediately go, the only excuse you can think of is my husband has internal bleeding. You that kind of psychopath, really? And then he needs surgery. I was taught now, look, and I'm saying talk, but I was, no, I already know what you're gonna say. You never lie on your kids or your family because something like could that. happen. Don't or actually, like they said because something will happen. Right, child. I throw my name in it before I throw my mom in it. Don't play. <laughs> uh-uh. I'm not doing that with y'all. Like you said, it's another level of cycle. And for it to, how in the world did you, did, I want to know, did he have a doctor's appointment that day? Maybe that was already in the back of your mind. That might make me feel a tad better. Right. Maybe, maybe, maybe a notch better for you to say, because Corey was like internal bleeding. Now you ain't right. supposed to say nothing about your family. Exactly. Now, see, I could, I got, <sighs> A part of me, I, I get the logic behind it, even though it's evil as hell. I get the logic because it's your job. You're filming for a TV show. If you need to leave, it's got to be for a valid enough reason. But the only thing you could think of was to put your husband under the knife in a hospital. Really? And that they don't know what's going to happen. Right. You, I, I, I would have put one of my assistants in it first. Right. You should have put Stu ass in it. How about that? Yeah. Oh, the conversation her and Stu had, my God. I thought she was going to say, so since, like, basically, I'm paraphrasing, but when she she was saying to him, and sorry to sidetrack, but this is how you also know Jen is, like, she truly is a narcissist, I think. Mm -hmm. I know we throw out that word, but when she was talking to him and said, so I just want you to know. I thought she was going to say how much I value you, how much I value our friendship, our Mm -hmm. working relationship. I just want you to know how hard I worked for your family. Bye. Bye. I said this conversation was different than I thought. Yeah. And it always damn does. You know, that was shady as hell. Look, them damn gifts that Jen Shaw was going to give out didn't have shit to do with this episode, but they showed it in them previews, like in the, in the recap previously on the real housewife, just, just so they could talk about a damn snake. I said, you know what? Yes. Oh, y'all shady as hell. By the way, y'all need to go on and get them ready to turn back in. Do. (laughs) Do. Cause listen, all this shit evidence. Yes. Oh my gosh. I, that was, that scene was chilling to me. This uh, listen, nothing i don't i'm excited for this upcoming episode because i know this is the one time i don't believe andy a lot because he does a lot of hyping but when he said this was like one of the top five across all franchises i immediately believed that because this i i can't even imagine a situation 
where like we knew Beverly. So, okay, the difference is this cast is gonna handle her ass entirely different than them Beverly Hills girls will go handle Erica entirely. You you don't think Meredith's ready to get in that ass? You don't think Mary ready to say like, oh, you know what? I thought she was a criminal, but I didn't say nothing. <laughs> and then be like, ooh. <laughs> right, right. Did I say that? Ooh, child. This gonna be a mess. This is gonna, yes. And 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 then to 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 watch them process what she's done. When it comes out like what she's done, she's not defrauding the government, not saying mm-hmm. that's right, but at the expense of somebody that could have been your family member. Mm-hmm. Like, how is that going to play out? I just. The difference is it was Tom Girardi's wife on Beverly Hills, but it feels like it's Tom mm-hmm. Girardi in Salt Lake City. Mm-hmm. So the target, the we looking at. Episode is over because you didn't just. Right, look, <laughs> that's because- a t-shirt. Oh, I'm telling you, look, this, oh my this, gosh. this gonna be some the rest of the season about to unfold. I, I have not been bored with Salt Lake City, but I did think that they needed to like speed it up. Yeah, because it felt like they were kind of dragging to get to their like major story points this season. Not saying that they should like cut the episodes until Jen got arrested, but like even this cult stuff, like the, the yeah. Meredith and Jen stuff, it needed to like move along faster than it was because it felt yeah. like it was just and I think their magic is really in the group scenes. Because yes. this scene's always, even when it's like three people at least, it's always a lot more magic. But they tend yep. to do a lot of solo scenes in Salt Lake City too. Yeah, and they're not, it's, it's almost, I feel like they're trying to get us to know these women and connect to these women like we did the other housewives. Mm-hmm. But maybe we have to do it backwards. You know what I mean? Maybe you right. have to get us interested enough with them in a group dynamic and then say, oh, well, I wonder why Mary does act that way. What's going on? You know what I mean? Like that right. way. When Mary got dressed for that FaceTime, Kendra, I said, I, I said, now I got to raise the bar. Because <laughs> listen, first of all, I'm not going to answer. Second of all, if you, you call don't just me call me, straight through, that is disrespectful. Hello? And Lisa up there getting her hair and makeup and done. She, and she still answered. I was like, oh, y'all Lisa, nice. I'm sorry. Lisa looked a different color. I said, now, I said, now, what you going to stop doing? You know what? <laughs> it's being darker than Mary. Okay. <laughs> 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 It's being Mary's old color. That's what you're gonna stop doing. Child, listen, it's a lot of that going on. I don't know what the, they got. They got the, the hairstyles Mary should have. Jen showed up with the box braids and shit. It's it's a lot going on, but whew. this is going to 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 literally watch those eyes again of Jen's go from hi honey and go straight to the camera. Mm-hmm. She was the fact that she's aware. I don't know because they say you forget because Corey had asked Bronwyn when we met with them. I don't, I don't know if I told you this, but how do y'all not? Because he would always say people say they forget the cameras are there. I don't, I don't see how they can forget the cameras. So he asked her, he said, can I just ask you a question? People have said they forget the cameras are there. How do you forget? And she said, people feel people think that the cameras are these huge, big things pointed in your face. Mm-hmm. She said, if you're at a restaurant, they could be on the other side. They're out of sight, out of mind, and right. you don't see them. So for me, if I got comfortable enough, I could see that happen. Mm-hmm. And for me to be on the phone and get a call, I might would just forget and go into, but that Jen Shaw was like, 
She saw the motherfucker setting up. She said, uh-uh. She said, take this off. Turn this off? <laughs> yes. And Whitney couldn't wait to tell him. She said, yeah, right. she told me to turn the microphone off. Right. Damn, she Whitney. Well, right. <laughs> you couldn't even, look, you couldn't wait till it aired. Right. Damn. You know what? That, okay. The moment these women were sitting in this van, just casually talking, and you just look through the mirror and you slowly start to see federal agents swarming the when i tell you i literally it's it's hard hard to give me goosebumps when i tell you i literally was just sitting there st- I, I could not turn away from the tv i Kendrick, was were you thinking oh when my are they God. gonna see him because i kept saying yeah like, when are they gonna see like i i, I was like <sighs> <laughs> it was so it was giving me anxiety i'm like ooh. This it made is- me want to join the SWAT. I was like, I know I would be good in the FBI, but I want to be on the SWAT or like a bounty hunter. Right. <laughs> I want to be the one giving the thing used to bang down the door. That's what I want to do. Yes. And then y'all go in. Y'all go in. Right. right. I did my part. Let, let me do that. Now, do you remember the rumors that there were <laughs> agents planted in her shot squad? Yes. Was the bus driver an agent? Because did you see when they picked oh, him up and then damn. he was recording? What would make, what would not stop the camera people from saying, put your phone away, we're on a set. And what would not stop the police from being like, he was, I mean, and, and the camera people showed it, him recording. Oh, I want to figure, listen, because she got some cousins that work for her and everything. I want, I want to know if the cousin are agents. <laughs> I want to know if they, if they turned him, flip him out. The name they kept bleeping out but now they're saying it he probably wasn't <laughs> how about that <laughs> like I, I i when i saw the federal agent give the bus driver a fist bump when to me it looked like the bus driver when he was standing outside before it looked like he was waiting for something to pop off and i was like does he know what's mm. getting ready to happen you know what maybe Maybe it was a different company they were going to use. And then they turned around at the end and swapped out. And then this man showed up knowing damn well he don't work in no damn Salt Lake right. City. He worked in Brooklyn somewhere. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he traveled his ass halfway across country to arrest Jen Shaw. Now that's some sneaky shit. I now that would for be it. for New York to be out there. Y'all got on a plane. Hello. And girl, you saying you, you don't think they got any type of ma'am okay <laughs> there's no okay now you know what i ain't gonna put that out there on that lady because i no I, fuck it yes i am listen there's no doubt in my mind i'm sorry to say it i don't know who, me too i don't know who who this is gonna fan or whatever there's no doubt in my mind jen shaw's going to jail me neither even whether it's for 12 months six months 19 months right she's going <laughs> and the fact that i i still have not gotten over the day uh, the day that Bravo Wild Black references all the time, the day we all called into yes. the arraignment hearing. Listen, I've not gotten over that DA saying, sir, it still seems that she does not understand mm. just how much time she's facing. Still. Kendrick, you just gave me, oh my God, like you just gave me chills. Mm. Like, look, I'm, I'm rolling back in my life. Let me make sure I paid every tax. Every right. <laughs> that gave me chills. She still does not know how much time she's facing. That Ooh. and the way they sounded so sure of what they were talking about. And when they talked about, we believe there's more money hidden. I said, oh my God. Sure. They said they have been gathering evidence on Jan for 10 years. 
for a decade. If you if listen, if you put a police officer on anybody to tell they ask for 10 years, you going to jail. They got some shit on right. you. Right. They got some on you. I don't care if you accidentally you clicked on a a, a wrong porn link or something. Or Kendrick, I, I hate you. Why was I get race say See? you must have been sleeping with a donkey or something? Right. Like <laughs> so for you to say that, oh, I was gonna say that. <laughs> I'm telling you, like Nene said with Dennis, you got to ch- mm, you have to check in the pet smart to get a rabies shot. In. Do he got fleas? <laughs> Child, listen. Ten years, yeah. She, she's she's gonna face some time. Yeah, it's it's not even. I'm uh, Jen. I hate to put that out there about you, but listen. If, if all the things they're alleging about you is true, uh, bye bye butterfly. Is all I can say. <laughs> and the way like coach, the way coach, coach Shaw seemed like he was bopping and thotting when he came in. Hey baby, I said that's the most he can spoke to her all season. Right. When she was packing. That's he said, he "Let me go just- on it." <laughs> He knew he just tipped them damn people. <laughs> <laughs> Let me stop. <laughs> Baby, that's all the clothes you take. I ain't got, praise God, I ain't going to have nothing to do with it. Because mm-hmm. she going to be wearing the same uniform for a while. Child. This a mess. Unless you know they put what? her in a tent with, with, where Jim Baker was. <laughs> oh, you know what? <laughs> you know what? I, 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 that's enough for Salt Lake City. Yeah. We, <laughs> <laughs> we got to move on to the main event now because Ooh. they um I'm, I'm let's just say I'm excited for part two. I'm excited for the new episode to see how this is gonna go because it's gonna go the way it needs to go. Just know that. Whew, we got our first part of the Potomac reunion. One down, damn it, three to go. That's me, a lot of damn reunions. <laughs> open, open my phone so I can give you my thoughts. Yes. Okay, y'all. I sent Taria the fashions. Y'all know by now, if you listen to my four-part Beverly Hills series, we covered the reunion. And every episode, we, of course, we talked about the fashion. But we did it in a different way every single time. I've got Taria here. And Taria, we're going to talk about the fashions. But in honor of Nicki Minaj being at this reunion, her debut album, Pink Friday. We're gonna decide: mm. is it Pink Friday or Pink Monday? We go pick. We we go decide which which one is Ooh, it. Okay. Some of these fashions, okay? Because okay. you know we love a Friday, but damn it, nobody looks forward to Monday. To a okay? Monday, so, okay, okay. Yeah, we gonna say Pink Friday or Pink Monday, okay? So why don't we do just same way we did in Beverly Hills? Why don't we start on the outside on the left and go all the way around? So we're okay. gonna start with our friend of who's been on your podcast. If you haven't listened to that interview, check out Ascala on Taria's podcast. What else is going on? Amazing. Great interview. We learned a lot about her, 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 why she loves fashion like she does. Everything about her was an amazing interview. What did you think of, is it Pink Friday or Pink Monday? What did you think about this look? I'm going to give it a Pink Friday because I wasn't too sure in the pictures. I knew hair and face was bomb. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I get so disappointed because I feel like these wives have one or the other makeup, bomb, hair, bomb, dress, yeah. bad, or vice versa. I didn't necessarily like the dress a lot when I saw it in pictures, but when I saw her just walking in and then sitting down, she looked so regal and just Same. gorgeous. I was like, oh, so I'm gonna give that a pink Friday. Same. I did not. It, it was too much in pictures. Yes. Because I, when they first, I was like, oh, that's a lot of shoulder. I was like, if you just remove that shoulder, 
Everything else is great. Seeing her actually sitting on the couch and coming out, amazing. Yeah, looked, looked I even fantastic. The material looked cheap in the pictures, yeah. But seeing it, I was like, "Oh, this is dope. I like this." Mm-hmm. Okay, so she we go pink Friday her. That's good. Yes. That's a good one. Okay, we like that. Next to her, we have our other newbie, Miss Peacock herself. Miss, uh, <laughs> you got to download the app to watch it. Peacock. What do you think <laughs> about Mia? From the neck down, Pink Friday. <laughs> From the neck up, her makeup artist hates her. Damn. <laughs> Damn. I didn't like what I saw from the neck up. Now, now listen, I'm not being shady. <laughs> Did she get a new set of teeth? Of teeth? Oh, Lord. I don't know. I don't know, but I will believe it. <laughs> Cause listen, we have a friend who texts me that, and I don't know if she want her name, so I'm gonna tell you off mic. <laughs> okay, and we both love this friend, and I almost threw my phone and died when she said, <laughs> <laughs> said I love her. But it looks kind; they look kind of new. But I, her makeup, she looked washed out to me. Like it, mm. I wish they would have done more for her, like especially in that dress. So, yeah, the neck up, me. I'm mean, we we Monday, we Monday morning, seven a.m. That's how much we don't like Ooh. it Monday morning. Okay, I think I'm gonna go with that because every time they showed her, like the I don't know, it it looked like she was just like a little washed out. Maybe maybe that's the word. I don't know, but I love the dress. The dress yeah. looks fantastic. Hitting. It went with the theme, right? Especially since apparently there was no specific shade of pink that needed to be worn. Yeah. <laughs> so I I like the fact that she kind of touched on a couple of them. I yeah. like that. the hair. <laughs> <laughs> you know she she touched on a few i like that okay it gave us a little ombre it gave us peacock it yes. gave us a lot sparkles feathers it was a a lot going on but i liked it i liked but it, I liked it. I, you know what and i thought the hair was appropriate for the dress yes me too yeah face maybe could have been i don't know makeup the beat it, it i don't know it, it was yeah off. maybe a like she gave me casket sharp for oh, real ooh. i was like uh-uh not this makeup Cremation number five. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not the cremation. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. What did we think of Miss Huger? Miss Huger. I'm going to give it to Karen. I, because Karen tends to show up at reunions, I feel like. Mm-hmm. From the blue dress, um, when she didn't have a brush job, did have a brush job, didn't have one, did have one. And Andy was mm-hmm. like, well, wait, like, I feel like Karen gives <laughs> it at reunions, even though sometimes it's like, mm, but seeing her, her hair and, and her attitude just carried off all of that. So I want to give her a pink Friday. I loved Karen in this look and I don't give it to Karen often because me neither. Let me tell you something. I, that's one thing I actually think about Potomac. I think that I, I laugh the most when one of them criticizes one of the other's fashions. Cause I'm like, well, <laughs> you, you might could use a little help too, but okay, we'll, we'll go with that. But Karen, you actually did. You did it this time. Yeah. Now, did I think this might've been, you know, I, I would have expected to see this on like maybe a dream doll or a, a light skinned Keisha or <laughs> yes. a, a flow Millie, you know, you're making a stallion, but still it's, you know, it, it, it looks good. It Karen was well. feeling herself. I'm feeling myself. I'm feeling, okay. she was feeling herself. Definitely feeling herself in there. We'll give it to it. The hair, the hair was great. Makeup was yeah. great. 
we gonna give it to Karen. Okay, Pink Friday. Pink I Friday. think when Karen gets her wig together, we have to give it to her. Oh, child. Because we, <laughs> we never gonna let her let them down, braided, that braided wig down. Ever. Ever. <laughs> Ever. Looking like Melody Holt from Love and Hip. Love, I mean, Love and Mary Johnsville. Okay. <laughs> Come on, Melody. You know, we love a Carlos King reference around here. Yes. Okay. All right. Okay. The doctor who got first chair this year, Dr. Wendy. I think Wendy looked good. I couldn't decide if they used the right makeup for her, but I think they did. I think it clicked for me when she said, you're not speaking, shut up to Wendy. I, I mean, to me, you know. <laughs> I've been trying to, I've been trying to find that clip so I can make a meme. Let me write that down so I can make it. Because <laughs> I got one in mind too. <laughs> incredible. I honestly, yes. I think Dr. Wendy looked good. And I feel like everything settled. Like her boobs dropped <laughs> and they looked, I, they looked good out. <laughs> Cause they were sitting up unnatural. Now I said, now yeah. come on at the, um, at Karen's, uh, uh, vow renewal. Yes. Wendy could barely move, but they look like they settled in quite nice. And I liked that amount of cute, but she looked absolutely gorgeous. That was damn ridiculous. That I lady said couldn't get out the car. Could not. How, <laughs> how are you even having fun? Like I, I, at that point I was like, all that's your whole titty. All they're missing is the nipple. And then somebody Hello? said, well, a, a titty's not a titty without a nipple. So I said, well, you may have a point, I guess. Miss <laughs> well, Pat said they shot her nipple off. So that's a story <laughs> for another day. Okay. <laughs> I love Miss Pat. I feel like I watch them same 10 episodes all the time. Let me oh, get off Miss Pat. <laughs> okay. Oh my God. You said Miss. <laughs> okay. Listen. So I'm going to give her a pink Friday. I think. Okay. I th- you I'm know what? Her- I love this designer because yes. it's the same designer behind like a lot of Porsches, like Porsche's last reunion. Uh, what Porsche is it? No IG to. Jeremy. It's uh, I think that's who styles it, but it's okay. That, oh, I can't pronounce it, but she's a black designer and she's amazing. She did like oh. Porsche. What Porsche wore to Cynthia's wedding, like that. She's given a lot okay. of good looks. A lot. Okay. Of, she she dresses the girls. Yeah. Okay, I like that. Yeah, but. Uh oh. Uh oh. I loved almost all of this look. I hated that damn shoulder. The shoulder was a little too much for me. It was too much. Yeah. A little too much. It was. I didn't think I would mind it, but it was so distracting in pictures. I was like, well, you know what? Maybe this is a good sitting dress. But then when she sat down with it, I was like, you gonna be yeah because it was almost like a divider, right? I was like, (laughs) that good shit gonna be tickling your ear all damn day. I'd be so mad at that damn reunion. I wouldn't know what to do. So okay, yeah, you're right. I'm with you on that. Okay, yeah, I'm with you. You know what? Wendy, her makeup team has really been getting it together. Ooh. So I'm a so I'm a I'm a give it that. Yeah, we are gonna give her Pink Friday anyway. Yeah, and we know as black people that even though they say they are, they still aren't necessary. Always stop making makeup for black people, and we right. got to mix and match and mix and match and all this. So gotta find your tone. Fine. Yes, you, that shade that don't <laughs> even look like a shade, but okay. Right. Mm-hmm. So I and I know that there are black makeups coming out but it's just wendy got the right combination yes she's yeah. good uh my well you know i'm you know my girl just uh, yes. how did we how do we feel about this one i first of all remind me because i actually i actually forgot is this a dress or a jumpsuit i think it's a jumpsuit because it has a okay skirt. okay child okay what did you think of giselle's look top to bottom 
So I will say. <laughs> Y'all know that's I'm my best friend now. I'm not going to say nothing bad about it. <laughs> listen, I, and Kendrick, I'm with you on that because I feel like sometimes it's like, okay, now y'all. I'll call out her behavior, but I'm not going to go there with her. Right. And made, you know, y'all look, y'all know her behavior. I ain't got to call it out to you. Right. <laughs> she made a good point at this reunion too. Cause that's what, that's the one thing I've always said. People like, I like how something looks on you. Yes. But it might not look good on me. That's per- style is a personal thing. You might want to do all that and this and that. I might not want to. I might want to build another wing for my house. I might want to do that for my children and build a whole walkway. I might not need to spend all this for these uh, dream doll fashions, you know? Kendrick just hurt my throat because I had tried to take a bite of my sandwich. And when he said I might want to build another part of my house, that whole piece of chicken just got stuck right here and just scratched me the whole way down. Look, don't let, do not let Taria lie to y'all. She over eating a whole filet, okay? <laughs> <laughs> do not lie so, to the people okay <laughs> look anyway kendrick's bff in the words of rodney her stylist would really excel styling church first ladies yeah oh see okay. that's what she was giving me it wasn't bad mm-hmm. but it wasn't the oomph that i wanted at a reunion listen one thing that I've said about both her and Mary Cosby, people like go in about their style a lot from day one I've, about both of them. I've always said, I kind of get it. Like, yes. I don't know if it's because I was raised like around like first ladies and stuff, but I've, I, I get it. Like I, I get it. Like, I feel like 100. it's not, it's, it might not be like that. Cause you know, we know Giselle like isn't into social media and all that stuff like that. Right. It's not the random girl you see on Instagram that you follow because people send her clothes. That's yes. not what she's into. It's not her thing. But I always like to applaud people when I feel like they do like some of their personal best. I you feel said like this that. is one of her better looks. Yeah. Yes. You did Definitely. say, you said that on the podcast. I'm sorry. And I, I was like, yeah. you know what? Yes. Per- you need to applaud them for their personal best. Yes. And I feel Monty made a good point. I would have loved this more if it was a dress. Yes. Because I did. I, I thought it was a dress at first and I really liked it on her. But then when I found out it was pants, I was like, Oh, <laughs> come on, baby girl. Like, yeah. yeah. But uh, the beat was nice. The wig mm-hmm. I went back and forth with. Um, when I was upset with her, I was like, it's synthetic. And then when I wasn't, I was like, well, it flows. So I'm just being honest. So no, <laughs> the but makeup, the, the face is always beat. Yeah. Always. So I have to beat, give, beat. I'll give a pink uh mon- pink Friday to neck up and pink uh pink like why don't we do a pink Wednesday? I was gonna say a pink Wednesday. Oh, yeah, yeah no, we'll do I was pink gonna say Wednesday. Sunday, but pink Wednesday. Yes, okay, that's good. Okay. Pink Wednesday. Pink Sunday because <laughs> first lady. Okay, we're gonna do pink Sunday. <laughs> okay, okay. We'll do that. That's pink Sunday. Um, let me see, child. Who Candace? What do we think now, about Candace? Because I have a question pictures, in particular to ask you about her. In the pictures, I hated it that um folded up. Somebody <laughs> did that mean you. Somebody did that meme and I was so mad at them. With that bob, you didn't folded it up. Child. However, on camera, it translated a little different. Yeah. And I kind of liked it. I would have preferred the hair that she wore last year 
or one of her classic ponytails. Mm-hmm. But it translated a little better. And I think because the pictures were at first glance, I thought all of them hit it out the gate. And then when I went back and looked and you said something that stuck with me, you said collectively, they were outstanding. Mm-hmm. They hit all points collectively, but not separately. Yes. Candace's beat always. I, and I always look at her nails, like to see how they all have their nails done. her nails, all of that. The dress was for the look she was going for, I liked it, but I would I felt like it was a lot of fabric for her little body. Yeah. But I did like how the thigh was like how when she crossed her leg, it fell perfectly to reveal her thigh. Mm-hmm. I will give her a light pink Friday. It's not okay. like full dark pink. Light like pink. Cause I mm. pink lemonade Friday. Like a little Yes. Okay, okay. Pink lemonade Friday. Okay. I give see, okay. I didn't know people had such a problem with this Bob until I logged on to social media. It didn't bother me watching it. But when I got on, I was like, oh, because like I was seeing like DW from Arthur. Like they was it was a lot of Bob's in the mix. And I feel like I wouldn't have minded the Nene crunched up guys. If me and Kendrick <laughs> are laughing because when Nene and Claudia were arguing and Nene said her Bob was folded Fold up. It up. <laughs> I wouldn't have minded that. And normally Candace's wigs are good, but I felt like I could see like the part a little bit. So I was like, if it looked like it had been her hair, I think I would have liked it, even though it was folded up. But there was just something about it that looked wiggy. That's what it was. It looked wiggy to me. You know what? It, I think it was once again, Kaya getting a shout out of my podcast like she always does. Kaya from Bravo While Black. She sent me a picture somebody said it was it wasn't jada pinkett smith in woo because that's what no. i thought it was at first it was jada pinkett smith oh what movie was it but she had that same it, like, it was literally the exact same hairstyle I I am like, sc- oh <laughs> okay and it kind of looks right. it, it looks like a 90s bob it's one of those yes. kind of you know black sitcom like race in a 90s kind of world oh my god <laughs> we were on the same look at that on the same page as always look at us as soon as you said 90s i was like keep your head up what that's right <laughs> wait a minute why was i sitting up here hbo max has put up all the like black sitcoms why was i up here watching jamie fox like all afternoon while here i was I working come here i come hey, here i come oh nice even my dad like that <laughs> oh my that oh, was look, my like, kick it do that part again that was good flow, <laughs> but tonight you can check out my flow. Time to get it started. Okay, I don't want to get sued. You Y'all know what to do. <laughs> that was my listen. Oh, you show. about to have me go back and watch? That was my show. Over no, I was about to say Overton, not Overton. Overton was living single. What was <laughs> the guy's name? Braxton. Um, Braxton. Braxton yes. Hart and a Brig. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And our good girl Garcelle, yeah, Garcelle, Garcelle, who who wants to be relevant, psych, all the way relevant, <laughs> all the way, get into it. Dorit. Robin, <laughs> right, Robin, Dixon. Robin is pink Sunday scaries. Bye. Oh, <laughs> pink Sunday scaries. Oh, you didn't like it. <laughs> okay, now I got it out of my system. Now I can go back. Okay. <laughs> It wasn't, I want Robin to stand out because she's gorgeous. She has a gorgeous body, mm-hmm. a gorgeous face. And I feel like 
there are a lot of people that are laid back. And I feel like in real life, Robin is probably like the, the great friend to have because. I, Can I interrupt real quick? Uh-huh. She actually on the show, she has my favorite sense of style because she's yeah. one of the people that I feel like you actually, if you see them in person, you love the way they're always used. Like, oh, I love it. Like, you know, she's always like casual, but yes. super chic. She makes it her own. Everybody else, like on reality TV, like, I feel like I oh, watch boy. these shows sometimes. Like, I'm I literally like, I watch Beverly Hills. I'm like, where the fuck is Dorit going? Yes, that's, <laughs> that's, that is, a, it's like, okay. Yeah. And I, I, it's funny. I've said that before. When, when Potomac first came out, Robin mm-hmm. was my favorite because I am a person that, if we have somewhere to go, like we had a retirement dinner slash birthday dinner and it said dressy this past weekend. Mm-hmm. So I went to my rent the runway and got my sequin down dress and my beat. But mm-hmm. on a normal day, I'm casual like Robin. Yes. So this, she always that. finds like great like pieces, but it's like it's casual stuff. I like it. It's the only good. misstep she had this season was them braids. Okay. But um, because <laughs> she is too pretty to have worn them braids like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but other than I will say on her podcast, Robin is a dynamic personality. Yes. If people don't know, she's, I love she's reasonably shady. She's <laughs> right, right. Right. If you, if you had not have said you did, we would right. have a her, her personality shines. But if we're talking mm. about just the show, I want Robin doesn't necessarily go at it like that with people right Mm -hmm. so she'll sit there and she'll chime in here and there I wanted her look to be like what I want from her personality sometimes yeah because like Mm -hmm. I said she has the body the face Mm -hmm. the height she has everything she did and I'll say she looked really pretty because she always does but Mm -hmm. I wanted to see a honestly she looked gorgeous because she's gorgeous even without makeup like you see my hair now I like when she wears her hair parted pulled Mm -hmm. to the back Yes. But I just wanted something more from Robin. I just wanted something. I wanted to sh- her to show off. Like when she said, when she was like Wendy, when we went to Wendy's um, nude interlude party and Wendy had said she just got her boobs done and she was like, nah, she got something else and I need to see that behind. That's what I feel about <laughs> Robin. Like I need to see that. Right. Okay. Okay. See, I actually love the look from top okay. to bottom. It threw me off the color. This yes. is why this is why like I hate the like okay yeah just wear a shade of pink because it is a shade of pink but it's not nearly as pink as all the other ones you're right that's had this it, been yeah. a deeper color because like looking at the group shot her dress stands out a whole lot like it yeah. throws me off a bit but I when you like zoom in on it I love the look I just wish it was pinker like I wish it was like a part of the motif a little more yeah you're right because it looks that, good like you know she's got legs for days because it, it almost looks silver you're right exactly you know what yeah now that I'm looking at it, and she's showing off her breast I mean her breastbone like her collarbone mm-hmm. that's yeah like it looks would, good it's it, and you know what? If it was a deeper shade of pink, because her her eyes are made up and her lips are nude, if mm-hmm. that deeper shade of pink would have allowed that you us to see the contrast, but it kind of looks like it all blends. Yeah, because it's all yeah. And you know what? Coming off of because season five, I actually love. You know, we can all argue about the hair all day, but season five, I that love dress? the look. Yes, me too. Me it's too. Completely covered up, but still like that's the Sexy. definition of like covered up but super sexy yeah love it if but like if this dress for this reunion imagine if it was like a scholar's pink yeah boy that would have hit it 
she probably would have been like best dressed for this reunion yeah because it wouldn't have been doing too much but it still would have gave like more than enough yeah but i, I think all the other pink throws it for me yeah because it's almost wendy's is almost like that but you can still hit a a, a, a deeper pink than robin's it looks right. so, you know i didn't even realize honestly watching it i just saw silver right right so maybe i don't know because i'm seeing i sent that group shot to you where like her and Wendy yes. are stacked up on top of each other purposely because they do almost look that but then you can see a little more like yeah pink in her so yeah all right what do we think okay. of darby's barbie i'm gonna give it to darby's barbie she looked good like yes. g-o-o-d-t she did look like a barbie you know when i liked i liked ashley and robin the most when they last year and they had that boudoir party that Giselle and Ashley threw. Oh yes, in and, Portugal. Was it Portugal. Yes, in Portugal. And mm-hmm. when Ashley was dancing on Robin in the corner, I felt like they came alive the most for me then. Yes. But um, I think Darby's Barbie was gorgeous. Yeah, she's dressed like a Barbie too. So yes, she <laughs> yeah. is. She's dressed like a pageant girl. Yes. And I think this- that suits her because normally she gives me contempo casuals. So this yes. was good. <laughs> yes. She, yeah, she flounders sometimes with, yeah. she's one of those, she's like one of those people that's always on one side of the spectrum. Either she's yes. fantastic or you like, whoa, what are you doing? At Karen's never... Val Renewal? Yeah. <laughs> I was waiting. Do you know the old style shoe that girls used to wear that was like a black slide in and then the top was like, just like a regular black, but rayon, and the bottom was like a stacked heel. Yeah. I was waiting to see that with that dress. I said, now, Ashley. You know what? Okay, I'm done. I'm sorry. I know we got to get through the episode. I'm okay. Uh, listen, it was, it, it, it is. I I still ain't forgave her for putting on them, her mama's wig. The time for that confession. That was, that was a whole lot. A whole lot. Ooh. that's why baby Dean always looked mad. He said, I will never <laughs> give you for wearing that wig. Right. Cause it scared all of us. Listen, <laughs> let's get into it. Okay. So Oof. first of all, the reunion started off with like that Nikki echo and it, it gave me life. Like, I'm sorry, but I'm happy about this Nikki cameo, big balls and all. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I keep almost making you choke. <laughs> How y'all like, be trying to be slick and eat real fast <laughs> and Kendrick. Ooh, how do we feel about because this is kind of a historic moment? Like we've never seen Andy Cohen like tag you're it before. So, like, how do we feel about this moment? Like it's happening in Potomac. It's with a you know, one of the most prominent rappers in history. Like, how do we feel about this? Because it really kind of leans, you know, people, people kind of like shit on reality tv a little bit like you know it's so beneath us and stuff like that but it really kind of showing like how in the forefront reality tv is when you have people that are like on the opposite spectrums validating it and so like i feel like this is like a whole different kind of validation but i was like that's why they spend so much time like saying like so what celebrities have been in your dms and like they do that oh okay so you just gave me a different way to look at it because i was saying you know how Nikki does the voices and all that. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of limiting her to that. Yeah. <laughs> I do it again. <laughs> I was saying, I hope she don't come on and make a mockery of this. And then all of a sudden we have all these different celebrities coming on thinking they can host a reality show. But 
you saying what you just said has reframed it for me. And it mm-hmm. act, people do think reality TV is above them, which I'm like, you're crazy. Right. They think reality TV is above them. And this gives it some legitimacy if you have all of these. So I'm going to reframe and look at it that way. And since you said that, mm-hmm. maybe this is a good thing. Because I was like, man, yeah, we want other people to host even segments, especially like when you talk about colorism and all different things, segments, not right. Andy. But I see like you said, how this could draw even more viewers who made, who, who, there are some Black people that checked out of the Real Housewives years ago and still don't even really think about an Atlanta or a Potomac. They still think of it as a white person's show. Right. So this might bring some of those back. Right. Okay, so I'm good with, you know what? Thank you for the reframing. Where did we go? Okay, okay. Look, they're gonna say I'm out here being uh <laughs> being in a Nicki Minaj cult. Let me stop now. <laughs> right. You can't like nobody. I said, oh wow. Right. Now I'm a Candace stan. I'm like, I can't just be a stan of facts and what I'm looking at. I'm a can- right. And then I said, I said, I'm not gonna argue that I'm not look at it how you will. Right. If, you can't come in my DM talking about you love Lisa Renner and say near nothing to me about Candace. Yeah, okay. The way the way they gathered Lisa Ren at that last reunion about all them lies she been telling. Lies. At least Candace Ooh. is truthful. You better get out of my yeah. <laughs> Hello. Get out of my face. <laughs> <laughs> How uh has Giselle's fashions improved in your eyes? Like now, okay. Watch how you talk about my friend, okay? You know, I'm officially... <laughs> yo, yo, he checked me because he saw my face. <laughs> watch how you talk about my friend, okay? I'm a, I'm a green eye bandit now. That means I can borrow money. So watch how you talk about my friend. <laughs> no, I only asked because this was like kind of, she took, she takes a licking about her fashion all the time. She really does. And they spent a moment on it here. Do we think from season one to now, has there been improvement or is it still just kind of like Giselle sticking to the style she likes? I still think that it worked for Escape in 1995. It works for Giselle. <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> you know what? I'm, Those I'm, are her fashions, but she wears her fashions well. Like I'm going to give her credit for even last season, the, se- the scene that they, di- that they didn't show all of it where her and Robin met in the furniture store mm-hmm. and she had on like the pants and the peplum top and the clear the glasses. glasses. Yeah, It worked for her. It, it really did. did. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm going to let Giselle have it. I have to ask people like often about her style because I'm one of the people like a lot of times I don't have a problem with it. And you know how like our like Bravo community can be with certain yes. stuff. So like I have to ask myself sometimes I'm like, okay, is that really terrible? Or are people just like on the bandwagon now? Because I'll, okay, let yeah. me give you an example. With one look, I feel like was universally kind of hated, but I didn't mind at all. Cause know I thought it looked say. great against her skin. The premiere episode. I agree. The chocolate. I loved it. I loved I every loved piece of it. it. Thank you. But I loved was like, it. Oh that gosh, was one of her best, right. best looks. Thank you. I thought so too. Yeah. I, and with the pony, the hair pulled back. Yeah. I loved it all. It's funny because, you know, I was going to the church, I think. Yeah. When, when, uh, cause he was still here when the mm-hmm. seat, when, uh, it first premiered. Mm-hmm. One of the first episodes, I said, oh, she dresses like an escape video. And I thought that then, <laughs> not even bet, but just like that was my observation. Right. I, I will say this, though. Sometimes when we think about what Housewives is supposed to be, 
Mm-hmm. I think we've gotten away from, well, I don't know. Okay. So when, when OC started, they were in style, the sky top shirts and all that was in style. Mm-hmm. Then we get to New York and it's like New York and it's fun paced in this. And they're like on the cutting edge. Then you get to Atlanta. And I think then we get to Beverly Hills, I think. And Beverly Hills, I think if I had to pick what housewives would represent wealth and fashions and all of that, even though Beverly Hills doesn't always hit it, I think they hit it the most out of all the franchises. And I think people want every franchise now to step it up like Beverly Hills. But every franchise, the area is different. So for OC, they mm-hmm. were doing it. For Atlanta, they're doing it. Where mm-hmm. they are, they, they bring fashions. For Potomac, the area that we're in, Ascala <laughs> is doing it. So they're not that far behind Ascala. <laughs> you say Ascala is doing it and nobody else. <laughs> but, but they're not like, then Candace is a little bit behind Ascala and then mm-hmm. Wendy's there. and the, So it's not so far from what people are saying. The only problem I have with Giselle is I get that your foot was broken. Baby, if you don't put a kitten on that other foot, because they tried to hide that Skechers label. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. But I, but her fashions to me, it's now, it's almost like if somebody did put Giselle in something else, it would be the fashions wearing her and not her wearing the fashion. And to me, that's worse. When you see somebody right. labeled up and it's wearing them, it's like, mm-hmm. that don't even look like you. So I can appreciate her beauty and what she wears and just, and almost feel like that's just her personality. Yeah. I feel like it's a part of the, like the package now. Yes. Like, I don't yeah. expect her to be like Gucci, Louis Prada down when monogrammed and like all this stuff. I expect, I don't know. I expect her to come with the mess. I don't expect her to listen. I don't really expect if I'm looking for fashion, I'm usually going to Atlanta. I'm not usually going to most of the other cities. I've never associated New York with fashion. Right. Ever. (laughs) That's more just like, I guess when I say edgy, dressed in black, (laughs) that's it. Right. Dressed in all black. Like like the bits. Like the old man, don't don't do that now. You know I'm really have your whole girl saying this is for my old man and your know. Puffy, hold me down, baby. Only female in my crew. And I okay. Uh, uh, (laughs) i was an mc in a former life i'm telling you i was the first lady mc on a somewhere on Faison records i know that's right (laughs) (laughs) i know that's right shoot yeah y'all leave giselle alone about her fashions it is her (laughs) so we get this video message from Nicki minaj Obviously, we know from the trailer, the preview that, you know, we know she's going to make an appearance, Yes. but, you know, to throw the ladies off, she sent in this video saying she couldn't be there. And I can only assume that like the video was recorded like on a Kenworth refrigerator or like (laughs) a Sega Sega Genesis, a a Polaroid instant print camp. I don't know. It was recorded like a a Dyson washing machine. Not a Dyson. Oh my God. I, I wondered. I thought they did that on purpose to say, "Oh, I know how much y'all love Nikki." Yes, yes. And here, the video couldn't even be right, but she wanted to be here, so it would be such a dramatic. Right. When she came in. I was like, they had to do that on purpose. I hope. I, I hope know. so too. That was Tom Girardi's phone. <laughs> the one that got uh Justice Trisha Bigelow pictures all in it somewhere. Listen, let me find out. Bigelow, Bigelow. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we pivot over to Mia 
Now, yes. before we get to the lies of it all, yes, let me know your overall thoughts like about her first season. Like, does she deserve a second season or did she not give what needed to have been gave? I want her to have a second season and mm-hmm. selfishly because she got comfortable real quick. And I yes. can't wait to see her realize, oh, honey, the audience loves you because you're going against somebody they don't like. Right. But honey, I'm going to tell you, (laughs) and Giselle, and I felt like the way they kind of did Candace a little bit, but I do believe Candace is playing, I hate, I I can't stand this, but I'm going to say it anyway, chess and not checkers when it comes to Giselle Mm -hmm. and Robin. Mm -hmm. Giselle and Robin are going to get sick of you, Mia. There's going to come a time when they're going to get sick of you (laughs) because you are a yes person. And while they may like that at first, they don't always, I mean, look at how Monique tried to be a bandit and they were not even interested in her being yeah. a bandit, except for when it suited them last season. So mm-hmm. I can't wait for Mia to get a second season and get her peach handed to her on a silver platter, her behind it's, peach. Yeah, I can't it's wait. Gonna be, it's going to be a, a bit of a rude awakening because she like, and I think she might not realize, even though she knows she's on TV. Baby, they catch everything, so they gonna run back. Yes, all your lies. Like they oh, we go, this season. we go get into that because okay. she even at this reunion, I'm still confused about. She a called lot herself of a prostitute, and I don't think she realized she did. Saria, I had it written down <laughs> to ask you, is that what she meant? Because I'm <laughs> very confused. I was like, huh? I tweeted that. I said, <laughs> so she was trying to be slick out the mouth <laughs> and say that. Chris or Candace was a prostitute and inadvertently called herself, oh, herself one. one. Yes. <laughs> you don't send no I'm telling you, I was like, I'm gonna read, I'm gonna read too when I get to it. I'm gonna read it word for okay. word because I literally have all of that written down too. That is a mess. Uh let's discuss Clipgate, <laughs> aka them feeling like Mia is lying about her plastic surgery. I'm gonna do, I'm gonna ask you some rapid fire questions. Okay. You just you I'm just, just gonna answer whatever. off the dome. Right, okay. there we go. Should it matter to the girls about her clit or vagina surgeries? Like, is that is that big enough to like focus in on about a lie, or do we care? I don't think it's big enough to focus in on. But if it's a lie, it's like establishing a pattern with Mm. Mia. So, like, if you'll lie about this that you've been so open about, why? What else wouldn't you lie about? So, I feel like it it establishes a pattern, and I feel like it shows that Mia just wants to be seen because you throw out clip, you don't even know what you got done to your body. True that. Come on now, they could have sewed it up too tight. Then what? <laughs> you don't know what you got done. <laughs> All right. So I feel like them calling it out. That's what these shows do. Uh-huh. So I feel you. Can you get it beaten up in missionary? Because they argued about this. I, I, <laughs> I assume you can get it beaten up any which way. Hello? I mean, because if you're throwing it back up while you're at the bottom, then it <laughs> <then, laughs> might be something. I, I'm going to practice with Corey, and I'll get back to you in about 14 Boom. business days. There we go. <laughs> That's what I like to hear, okay? Would you walk around a strip club barefoot? <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> it bothers me how comfortable people are walking barefoot in places. And now let me be very clear. I <laughs> am from Jersey, the country part of Jersey. I am country. I'm going to be very clear on that. I do not like shoes. 
I will walk outside. Mm-hmm. My kids used to get in trouble when they were little because they would follow me and Corey would be like, put some shoes on. However, I draw the line mm-hmm. at going outside of my perimeters right with no shoes on now there was one time that i was at a club in dc it was club 1225 and i had worn these shoes that was so cute and the shoes didn't hurt when i had them all day but the club floor was cement ate my feet up it was november me and my cousin took (laughs) off our shoes and said i don't care if i die by tetanus or cold i can't put these shoes back on no more sometimes it requires it look you gotta you gotta bend to your surroundings i get that because I, I feel like every woman that's ever been to a club in high heels knows their moment. My cousins nowadays, they, when they used to go, they would take, you know, the flip-flops and stuff with them. they like, uh-uh. I, listen, those shoes, pictures only. they did not match. They didn't match with the cement. I had to learn that. And let you're me tell right. you, sometimes when you take your shoes off, you know how when you open, when you get the Pillsbury biscuits and you open and it go, <laughs> that's what happens when you take your shoes off. There is no putting them back. Yeah. And, exactly and i'm sorry g not only was he doing that i had to i meant to talk about it weeks ago but when he messed with ashley whatever that was whatever whatever when he said where's the white woman at and he's on a cash trip full of beautiful black women and your wife is a beautiful black woman that said a lot to me about g yeah okay might be why you know what let me not Uh, yeah uh (laughs) uh-huh i know what she was gonna say i already know i can Uh read your mind okay you know uh, have you heard this phone call that's been flown around social media? I, it just had to been like a couple of days now, so it hadn't been too long. But there's a phone call flown around social media where someone called this club that Mia worked at, and like they asking like the operator like about all the services. Because remember, after no. Mia's <laughs> after Mia's description, you know, Candace referred to it as a spa with titties and ass. So. <laughs> <laughs> And the lady said, like, uh, no, we don't have any of that. So, like, I, it's a lot. Like, I feel like I need, I'm going to find it and send it to you. But, like, okay. but like, also, is this the first time that, like, she's confirmed she was a stripper? Or did she actually come out and say it and, like, Andy just wanted validation again? I want to say she said no, she was not. Okay. But then she said she was and didn't take her clothes off. So I'm seeing a lot of people saying, oh, they're shaming Mia for being a stripper. I don't think that's what it is. I think mm-hmm. they're catching her in a lie. Right. So you said you weren't a stripper. She said she was a bartender. That's what she said she was, a bartender. Then later she became a stripper. Then she said she wasn't a stripper. Then she said she was and didn't take her clothes off. And then Sunday she said she took her clothes off. So more even Robin kind of. Yeah. And -hmm. I think that's what they're getting at. You know, people are like, oh, Mia owned up to her life. No, she didn't. She told pieces. It reminds me of who's had a threesome. She takes a drink and they're like, you've had a threesome. Oh, I watched G in the corner. That's voyeurism. That's not a threesome. So I feel like (laughs) Mia does a lot of these little tiny like little lies that make you. Yeah, Yeah. That make you question. But did the people did the voicemail, they confirm that it was the right place? I have no idea. I was so like gagged by it that I was just like, what the hell is going on? Like y'all really steak and lobster. <laughs> and, and um, Giselle said it was North Carolina, but I remember hearing Monty on a podcast saying Monty knew the club in DC. Mm. I don't think it was in no North Carolina. Oh, so see, it's a lot going on. It's we a lot going know. on with Mia. That's it's like, it's a lot to keep up with. With me and Nicole. I think that was her, that thing, that's her name. Me and Nicole. Tanya I love Nicole. You. <laughs> <laughs> see, 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 this 
listen too much. <laughs> we on the same page. We need to cut it out. <laughs> the most interesting thing about this like whole section, mm-hmm. because it's the thing that like I've been the most confused about. Like I've been, I feel like since the season started, honestly, is Mia saying that Gordon was not an investor and that she's a self-made woman. She said he's on two of the companies, but there are a total of eight. Then she said he owned a McDonald's and that she owned these businesses prior to Gordon. I'm confused because I, maybe I'm crazy. I thought at the beginning of the season when she did her like big housewives introduction, Mm -hmm. I thought she said that Gordon started these businesses and then handed her the keys to them. She did say that. And she had massage, a, a massage envy. And now my question is when she's saying she had it, did you manage it or were you a franchise owner? Right. And then Gordon bought into them. But also when she says businesses, her candle that she came out with, right? Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily, it almost reminds me of people that are doing MLMs and call them their businesses. Right. I have five businesses because what else is it truly that you're doing? Right. And I forget the name of the company, but, um, I was like, this sounds kind of like it's not necessarily a business, but like her own business. But she did say Gordon handed her the keys because I remember first she said she was a CEO. Then she said she was <laughs> managing or something like, and they're ve- two very different things. Very different. <laughs> so yeah, she, she's, I'm, I'm confused too. I think Mia wants to portray, I'm a boss, I'm a businesswoman. Mm-hmm. I think that's where she finds her self-confidence, but it's like, no one's asking. Just like when Ascala at Candace's um, sleepover from her moving last night in the townhouse and Ascala said something and she said, how many businesses do you have? And Robin said, what does it matter? How many businesses does she have? So it's, I feel like she plays off of, I'm a businesswoman, I'm a businesswoman. And it's like, well, I mean, they were already established. Right. Yeah. yeah I, I've been confused about this little. I'm going to look into it. Yeah. I, I need you to pull W9s and like all kind of stuff. <laughs> I, I need to know. I got you. I'm confused. Let You let me know. <laughs> you find out. Okay. Because it's starting to give Lula rich and I don't want that to be the Ooh, case. Okay. Oh, honey. Ooh, you know. Let's pivot to, uh, to the Giselle of it all. Yeah. So can we first start off with like thoughts about Giselle's home? Because first of all, you're qualified to speak on this because you're a new homeowner. You're a new homeowner. You're a new homeowner. A new homeowner. <laughs> it feels weird to say that, but I'm a homeowner. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. I can't wait till I'm going to, I'm just letting y'all know now. So if you don't want the visual. I'm coming. Oh. You can, <laughs> Kendrick, I told Kendrick, listen, I'm going to find you a ticket and pay for it because you're coming. Here, I'm Um, I'm going to. There's somebody standing right at the corner (laughs) that wants to look. (laughs) That's making his way. He's waving to you. Hello, 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 hello. (laughs) Are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) What's happening, homeowner? (laughs) He said, "What's happening, homeowner?" (laughs) He said, "What's up?" I, uh, Kendrick is coming. Kendrick thinks I'm playing. When I hit him with, "What weekend do you have off?" and a confirmed flight comes through his email. He will know something. Um, I can't wait to run all 2,500 square feet naked. Just once. 
I'm slipping and sliding on the hardwood floor. That's my house. I might get some baby oil and we playing hide, hide, and come get it. Not hiding. You ain't got to see it here. No, we know about that in the hood. You know about yeah. You know about that. You know so. So I'm excited about it. I'm excited. It's 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 a blessing. I just it is three times almost the size of where we're at now. Oh, so you you got it made, and 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 you 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 putting kids out now too? Yes, that's oh yes. That's a beautiful thing. It's gonna be our how Martin said hours, hours, hours. (laughs) (laughs) Giselle's house. I feel like it's. Again, like people go at it. I feel like it's her. And I don't mean that in like a sarcastic, like, I think it's cute. Like, like it's, it fits Giselle. I don't think it's yeah. ugly. Um, and it's a now work in will, progress. It's a work in progress. But I will say, I did call her event a parking lot. They had that reasonably shady <laughs> in the parking lot. And someone else, not me, said her West Wing looked like a strap on. And I will say. You know what? <laughs> Bye. <laughs> you know what I'm Other not doing this y'all <laughs> I'm gonna give her grace because she said during COVID everything took longer to order yeah. the wood the, the and I can see that I mean they couldn't even get cars made so right. think about wood for houses that already exist I'm thinking so I'll give her credit but I feel like she's getting it together uh-huh. um Robin said that Something is going to bring it together. So I trust and believe that that $900,000 teardown right. will be a million dollar palace. Boom. Um, to, you know, I, I want either the premiere or the finale of season seven me to too. be the home warming. I'm ready for that. Me too. Kendra, okay. get me and you an invite. Get me and you an invite. Oh my I will God. Be I'm going to see if I can come. Right. We just want to be in the You say I'm coming to my friend's house mm-hmm. in Baltimore. She doesn't live far. I'm gonna see. She'll be like, "Boy, okay." <laughs> She's gonna be like, "Come on, Kendrick." Yeah, I'm gonna come too. I'm coming. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, but why are we still discussing Jamal? Like, I, okay, <laughs> this I know. This felt like this felt like a weird ass segment to me, yeah. and like almost unnecessary at this point. Like they broke up. Was it before or early in the season? Early in the season. Early in early, the season. Like, okay. like when she went over to Candace's house and she was like, I'm not sure where we're at with it. Like, Oh, that's that the first episode. <laughs> yeah. See? So the, the only, uh, at first I was like, well, they should be talking about Jamal only because Giselle was saying how upset she was about what Karen said. But then I thought Jamal should only be brought up and not even really him being brought up, but if they keep it to the reason we talk about Giselle not having a man is because she comes after our relationships and we're on equal foot. That's one thing, but it doesn't have to necessarily be Jamal. She's dated other people. Right. So I was like, there really wasn't a mention like for his taxes to be a mention. Okay. So what if they can come after her for 2008? They haven't. Right. It's weird. I don't, it's like, Cause this kind of took up like a third of the reunion that didn't need to be, didn't need to be. It was, it was very weird. I think Bravo wanted it, but because Bravo makes Giselle the faith of Mm -hmm. Potomac, it it had to come from a side to like the cast. I feel like production beats out like, so speak on Jamal, you know how they, they do. I feel like Mm -hmm. they wanted to know and they use the cast members to. Right. I get it. Like I, I, I definitely get it. I feel like they should have approached this from a you're secretive about your dating life kind of aspect but 
I don't know. It, it felt weird that like Jamal, it almost like at this point, because of last reunion, it feels like Jamal is now this like unintentional elephant in the room. Yeah. Like y'all can approach this from like, if y'all want to like attack Giselle's dating life, then do that. Like she's dated a lot of other people. This yeah. just felt like a weird angle to like spend 20 minutes on. And Weird. they could have, even they could have very easily said, okay, Giselle, you're not dating anybody. Let me ask you and Jamal broke up. Let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Was it because of the show? If, if you're going to break the fourth wall break, it was it because of what happened last year. Oh, right. okay. Now we're moving on. Right. How about though dating when she, dating a commentator, Wendy said, I know him. And she said, Van Jones. <laughs> <laughs> I choked. Child. Okay. It's a mess. Mm-hmm. Wendy is sitting on okay because I was good you know it's gonna be one of my questions how did you feel about Wendy at this reunion now that's actually the next point I had actually (laughs) (laughs) I'm here for Wendy with some of the things but now when she told Mia shut up now that was funny but I was like that was a little bit unnecessary but Mia did shut up (laughs) so I kind of liked it in that sense because Wendy is I feel like when people say, oh, Dr. Wendy has changed. No, we saw a glimpse of that last season with Ashley. Yeah. But we didn't get to see a lot of her because of the fight. Mm-hmm. So I feel like Wendy probably all was always a little bit quick at the lip, but she was feel, just kind of getting to know, like learning how to be on TV. But when she said, shut up, you're not speaking. I said, oh my God. <laughs> but then, and her quips were funny though. It wasn't like tick tock me, y'all. It, these seem more natural. It was that right because the, the season felt a lot of the times rehearsed. Yeah, like she was when they were at, in the parking lot, as you said. <laughs> <When> <laughs> they were in the parking lot, and she had to stumble over that. Uh, and you can bring, you, you can bring your luggage. Yes. I was like, girl, like that it's almost like, landed. It was like, you, you would have had, had it, it had you popped it off right. Right. If you would have so got you, it off, that would have been the read of, uh, of the damn like season. Even though. People say it was low and it wasn't right. Even when she told Robin, you don't have a relationship to speak of. She didn't stumble over that. Right. He got that out. I was right. Like, and when she was like, was it you? That's because she'd been was waiting to you? say that. Yes. She has always felt. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Boom. So yeah, I, I, I liked Wendy. Uh, I, I liked her. I, I felt like she was more natural. Right. Okay. And she felt confident, you know. Uh, something that bothers me on Housewives is when like people put their personal reactions onto other people, like how they would react to something. They're saying like, okay, I would react like this. So that's how you should be reacting to. And that's always kind of, that's weird to me across franchises because they yes. do it a lot in uh, like Beverly Hills. They do it a lot in New York, especially like yep. that woman whose name I won't say on this podcast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, you know what? I'm sorry. Bleep her out. Anytime I've said her, we will not. I'm going to take up Can't the same be. thing. We will not say yeah. her name. We don't say her name anymore, but it it goes across a lot of the franchises. Now, do I think Giselle is being transparent about some of the aspects of relationship? No, right. I think that there's a lot more she can probably open up about whether it's Jamal or whether it's any other other man. She's dated Chad Sherman, anybody. <laughs> Anchorman. <laughs> But for, for Wendy to kind of like say you're lying because you're not real. She's like, you're lying because that's not how I would have reacted to it. Like, yeah. that's kind of weird to me. And then to like immediately bite Robin's head off for defending her. They, I don't know that their beef, like the Green Eye Bandits versus Wendy has gotten really weird to me too. It's gotten really personal. 
And yeah. I feel like I want to know if it truly stems from, because I know you've probably heard Robin wanting Wendy to have Eddie help get that blog taken down because it said a lot of stuff about Juan that's been said a lot in Maryland. Mm. And Wendy was like, no, you know, thanks for telling me about the rumor, but I don't want to give any life to it. So I'm not going to get Eddie involved in getting it taken down. And allegedly Robin came into the season upset. So I really need to know if that's really, and I think that's why Wendy brings that the text showing you told me about this, blah, 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 blah. I will say I felt two ways of it. I felt like if Wendy hadn't have said that, then it wouldn't have sparked Giselle. At the same time, I looked at it like, well, okay, Robin is right. Giselle is not going to react the way y'all want her to. Mm. But when Wendy didn't react the way y'all thought she should, y'all put mm. an expectation on Wendy's reactions too. So it was like That's twofold. True. It was like, Robin, you're right. Giselle, sh- they're expecting Giselle to break down and cry, but that's just not everybody. I know for me, right. I could, somebody close to me could pass away. And for a long time, it may take me a while to cry. Right. Versus me watching a commercial about a soldier coming home and I'm balled up, you know, trying right. to wipe my tears. Oh my God. So, are you, do you get like trapped down those rabbit holes on on uh, YouTube? And then like I'll be the crying. My contacts all cloudy. Yes. Ooh. Yeah. And I'm crying. And I'm like, girl, why is you doing this to yourself? Right. <laughs> it's too much. I know. Too much. So I felt like they were both right. Like mm-hmm. Giselle, like we, people want, people have a hard time with women that don't show emotion. And I don't, cause my yeah. dad used to tell me, um, you always act like it's not important. But then if there were times that I did show emotion, he would say, well, now you're crying over spilt milk. So for me, it was like, okay, well then don't really show emotion. Like try to hide it as much as you can. Right. So I feel like they were, she was right. Giselle doesn't have to react like how y'all want her, but neither does Wendy. It bothered her when y'all were talking about the rumors. She told y'all and y'all still talked about them. See, that is. What reaction did y'all want from her? I see. I feel like this is kind of off to, off topic, but also very on brand with what you're saying. This is the way I feel about like when they cast women in superhero roles, because mm-hmm. I feel like you know, like the industry, like the the fans are like so male dominated. Even though now it's becoming very much pop culture, but I feel like sometimes men act as if like a Captain Marvel can't be like their brand of a superhero because she's too tough she's too this she's not that emotional and all like that whereas like wonder woman who's like jokey and bubbly and all this kind of stuff is a lot more appeal like a lot more appealing uh, like palatable palatable to to them and that's the way i feel Mm -hmm. it's always something that kind of irks me about like the way that men receive female superheroes like characters and that everything good and it also yeah. speaks to even if we went further as far as color a white woman in a mm-hmm. male-dominated world will be seen as a boss but a black woman mm-hmm. speaking her mind in the same role is seen as aggressive she doesn't follow direction she doesn't follow lead well like all of that so it's, it's so to see a woman like giselle they can't take it well let's get it we might as well pivot then because how do we feel about uh, Andy's portrayal of Candace as opposed to Andy's Honey, portrayal of Erica? Let me let me close my because <laughs> let me tell you something. <laughs> I would have been ready to throw hands. The fact that he said, "You're the common denominator." If a cast of six 
is continually coming at one person, she is going to be the common denominator. And the fact that Giselle almost admitted it, because when she said, I never start, I respond. And Giselle said, okay, but going forward. Well, now nah, how about, okay, going forward, y'all don't mess with me right. and I won't respond because right. my bar of low may not be your bar. And who gets to determine the bar? The person that throws it or the person that has to catch it. Hello. So if I'm catching it, I may say, oh, we going underground. Boom. And I've Hello. said that before. And somebody <laughs> said, somebody was saying that this whole notion of you get to say whatever you want to say when, some, when someone says something to you is, is ridiculous to them. I don't think people don't get, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying right. is you don't get to determine the way a person responds to you because the way that person received it, it may have triggered them. People have always mm -hmm. told Candace her words trigger people, but they don't understand that she's a human being too. And they hit where it triggers her. Exactly. They keep talking about her what got me with Mia. All the, yeah. Her mom, when Mia, when Karen started, when uh, Candace started crying about her mom and Chris, uh -huh. and Mia said a real friend would have told her her mom was being messy. A real friend wouldn't have walked over to her mama. And Mia was right. intentionally being messy, as was Giselle. Because when Giselle was like, "I want to know too," can we go back <laughs> to Williamsburg? Can we go back to Williamsburg <laughs> when they were at dinner and Giselle said, "Is Chris being paid?" In mm -hmm. front of the group, and Candace said, "No." So y'all already knew Chris wasn't being paid. So what was the point in going to ask Miss Dorothy? Because you knew she was going to be messy. Right. So to act like that didn't trigger Candace. Right. And I understood what Candace meant when she said, I went light on you. I could have talked about you being left at home by yourself, having to feed yourself. I could have went there, but I did not. Let's key. Let's key. So let's not act like you didn't know. I, I just, I, I didn't like the way Andy came at her and said that she was, the common denominator break right. down why she's you almost got into a physical altercation i'm sorry from the same man that just put out that i hate when physical altercations happen this isn't bad girls club this Sh isn't love and hip-hop but now oh she's supposed to be the one it's her fault that people are it's hitting her, her fault Real, okay andy let's talk about a franchise that looks like love and hip-hop new jersey hello because their families are always into it. They were banging on the table and throwing cheese last season. Like, let's not act like they don't have a problem with rage. Child, violence is their brand, first of all. <laughs> violence is their brand. How about that? Oh, yeah, I, 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 did, I didn't like that. I didn't just like how they, how they kept coming at Candace and not hearing her. Yeah. People are coming at me. What am I supposed, like y'all want me? And I don't think it's fair. And I use this example and I'll just say it real quick, but people were coming at Lizzo because of how she responded to people talking about how she dressed. Mm -hmm. And I, Rodney, the voice, I'll never forget. He did the video and he said, I was laying in bed because, and thinking about this, I kept saying, you know what, Lizzo, you know, these people are going to come at you. It's your fault for continuing to dress the way you dress because you know, these people are going to come at you. So you need to take what they're saying and just accept it because they keep coming at you and you know this because of how you dress so stop dressing like that and he said I had to think to myself why am I telling Lizzo her response isn't valid uh -huh. instead of telling the people messing with her stop messing with her and right. I feel the same about Candace the audience is always saying Candace is instigating a fight she's responding to what these people say to her so why are we telling her hey change the way you respond 
to these women constantly coming at you instead of saying, why y'all keep coming at her like that? You get what you give and sometimes greater. And you know what? First of all, that's an amazing point. And you know what? Andy also is not taking into effect that these are entirely different casts and cities and everything else. Thank you. You're, you're telling her not to have like in reaction when her cast is willing to go there with her. We just watched an entire season of Beverly Hills where no one mm. was willing to go there with Erica Jane and she ran a fucking muck the entire season <laughs> yes. and the entire reunion and y'all let it happen. And when she ran a muck, you sat there and you said, you're something else. That said she, she called something a cunt. A bitch. Am I allowed to cunt. say? Okay, yes. And <laughs> you, can like, say, you can say everything on her. You know? Like, and he just looked at her. Are you joking? Hello. And how dare that scallywag put <laughs> Potomac and Atlanta in her, in her raggedy mouth? Hello. Chad, I'll eat you up. You did not. You did not want to sit with Kenya Moore when you were going through all this, baby. I, pr- I promise you. I pr- you did not want to sit with Giselle Bryant while you were going through this. Them folk would have playing victims, and it would have been all kind of. It, it would have went down at them reunions. First of all, all the way down. That's not what you want, baby. And for them to not recognize that Candace has trauma with her mom too, and they keep talking about her mom mm-hmm. even before this. What I don't like is Mia came in this season and was not transparent, despite what people say. She was not all the way. A lot of these women come in not being. Candace came in season three, truthful. Yes, my mom pays for things. Mm-hmm. She was what people say they want a transparent housewife. Why is nobody asking Tinsley Mortimer, are you living off the trust? That your father left you? Hello. Nobody says anything about Tinsley living off of money that her parents gave her. But it's a problem with Candace. If I could do that for my kids, you don't think Candace is smart enough to stack her coins if her mom was paying for her? Like, like you know what? It's crazy that it's Black people that do that too. Because Mm. I thought that we were sitting here and like, I thought the goal was to be able to be someone who's able to do these things for your kid. But now y'all are actually witnessing it and y'all are saying, oh no, we shouldn't be like this. What are you doing? Black excellence should not exist. We shouldn't be pampering our children the same way other people have pampered theirs. Like, what are we doing? What are we doing? Why is it that Black people associate struggle with success? Yes, struggle can be a part of success, but it doesn't always... Black people say, I want my kids to be better than what I was. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure Miss Dorothy had that same thought in mind and was like, I want going to work hard for my kids. What is wrong with that? I'm not saying now, if your child is, it's funny that they call Candace a spoiled brat. And I think it's in association with her mother paying her bills at that Mm -hmm. point, because Ashley and Candace, again, aren't that too much far different. Candace, I mean, Ashley cussed Michael out when he said, I'm going to close the restaurant, stomped her foot. Mm-hmm. I'm a, Ash, Ashley was messy in everybody's business, like a like a, a, a high schooler would be going round and round the people. And y'all didn't call her a child, but because you know that Candace's mom paid half of her, her mortgage, it was a problem. Mm-hmm. Why? Mm-hmm. Lisa Vanderpump bought Pandora a whole house. And y'all said, oh my God, Lisa bought Pandy a whole house. Right. It's a different standard. It's a disconnect. A big disconnect. And I think it's because Candace is comfortable in it. She doesn't lord mm-hmm. it over them like, ha ha, 
but she's comfortable saying, yeah, this is how I grew up. Exactly. I, uh, before we uh, move on to yeah. the, the Candace section, uh, I did want to, you know, kind of, we just read Andy for filth, but <laughs> I did want to <laughs> give him his okays because he did mention something that I feel like I talk about on this podcast every single episode. It's something that happens in, you know, the Real Housewives of Atlanta. It's something that it, it's, it's this notion that a woman can't be happy without a man. Yes. And it comes yes. up. I feel like I'm, it, it drives me insane. And it always, it's driven me insane back, you know, <sighs> Wendy has one of my favorite families, like on Bravo. I love Wendy's family, love Eddie, love the kids, love the family. But that doesn't negate like Giselle having a family because she has three daughters and not a husband. Yes. Like yes. it's it's the same thing as like, it's the classic Kenya Moore can't keep a man. So she yeah. has the worst dilemma. It's the classic like Portia is a lonely quote unquote whore because she goes right. on dates with men. Like it's right. really weird. And it's, I'm glad they actually finally addressed this in Potomac because they're, they're long overdue. For this for saying that, yes, yeah, I felt like of too much. I I don't like when people throw out that oh you don't got a man. It's like who says a man has to valid a man right. should not validate a woman. Number right. one, I also wonder, and this could just be me because I think this is the way I, if I were to say that to someone, I would be coming from this mindset. Mm. If you are attacking my marriage and saying this isn't right about your marriage, this isn't right. He's doing this because I feel like it's almost like a Wendy, you're insecure. So you, Wendy, got your body done because your husband may Mm -hmm. have been cheating on you. So Mm -hmm. they're doing the same thing to Wendy by saying, are you insecure and got your body done because of the rumors about Eddie? So I think she's hitting them back in that same area who basically saying, who are you to call me insecure about a man when you don't even know what it's like to have a man. I think she's trying to equate it in her mind. Now that saying it out loud, it does not equate. But when Wendy (laughs) said you had a tummy tuck, did you keep Jamal? I think that did because you're telling Wendy, you got your body done basically to keep your man. Well, now I'm going to hit you there too. But I think the whole, I'm an institution, 25 years. Some, some people can't keep a relationship for 25 minutes. That is not like, that I didn't I didn't like that because it's like what does Giselle that moment would have been nice what what why did, did you have to bring Giselle not having a man in and that's my thing because like the Wendy stuff that's definitely like we can all debate that because I feel the same way you feel like if Wendy wants to you know if you if she feels like you attacked her marriage by all means then address you know bring up the relationship whatever you want to do it was Karen for me that was always kind of like because that seems to be like always the, the go-to and it's getting kind of obsessive at this point like it's a little weird it feels like you want to be clicking kitties with her at this point you know it's 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 a little bit going on like if you don't want the black Bill Gates there just say that <laughs> just say that and to me I don't think Because when Andy said, well, Giselle, you were attacking raised tax issues, that was his tax issue. She wasn't attacking their marriage. I didn't feel like I felt like that was Karen's storyline. So she was addressing (laughs) the storyline. Hello. Ray didn't pay his taxes. So I don't feel like she's attacking him versus when Ashley was saying, oh, Ray's penis doesn't work. That's something totally (laughs) like that. That was different. So I felt like and even with Wendy, it needs to be. 
I'm not even going to say it needs to be on an even kill. You're going to react. I don't know how I would react if somebody kept attacking me and Corey, but yeah, like the Wendy thing, like you said, you can debate, but the, the Karen thing, it's like, why do you keep bringing up Giselle's name? Like you can't even get the man out the phone. It's like, right. (laughs) I mean, to a certain, to a certain extent though, they were long distance dating right his job was in atlanta so now you can debate okay when the pandemic came she was working from home with the chat room so she could have took the kids and flew there that you can debate but to act like that man wasn't doing like his home his home is in atlanta mm-hmm. let's not act like his home was in maryland and i will say right. giselle's probably going through a different phase you date so you know you may go through a phase. I remember I went through a phase where I liked being by myself and being able to go and see and do whoever I wanted. Oh, absolutely. And then <laughs> it's okay that you're away at college because I'm here and you right. know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But then there was like, okay, now I can't wait to get up there with you. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's, you go through phases. Giselle is probably now wanting companionship closer to her than a two hour plane ride. Right. That's understandable. Absolutely. Uh, let's pivot to Candace and inadvertently Mia versus Candace because this is our yeah. kind of our last like okay. <laughs> section because you know they woke me out y'all. it's a lot uh, let's talk about prostitution gate <laughs> it's a lot of gate a lot of gates came out of this uh, reunion Kendrick I'm itching right now <laughs> so Candace no Mia says getting paid in sex is prostitution <laughs> Candace says you should know Mia said I only speak on things I'm familiar with. And then Candace said, yeah, ho. <laughs> so <laughs> um, <laughs> this both sent me and confused me. Because like, did she inadvertently call herself a prostitute? Yes, she did. Yes, okay. she did. Just had to check. That, that confused I, the hell out of me. <laughs> Mia is, as to use Whitney's word, uneven when it comes to her cognitive reactions yeah yeah <laughs> mia <laughs> mia see mia candace ain't the one that you want to go with start with karen right first candace is the graduated class hello you probably don't even know the words that she's saying when right. when she said andy to, when she said orate to andy andy said orate well that she used the right word andy indeed <laughs> but I, I i was like mia stay have you noticed with Mia too? Somebody will jump in and she'll say, you need to be quiet. You're always jumping in. But Mia does the same. Mm-hmm. It's like Mia, that had nothing to do with you. At so all. that moment sent me. And the other moment we talked about when Candace was crying about her mom and she's like a good friend, you know, would have told her her mom was being messy. It's like Mia. Right. Do you get what you're saying? She's a clear, she's like a clear example of somebody that can't read the room. Ooh. Like ever. She's never able to read the room. You know I mean, which is amazing for reality TV, but yes. like, damn girl. Cause we're like, like girl, do you see mm-hmm. yourself? Yeah. She called herself a prostitute. She did. <laughs> okay. I just had to make sure I needed. I was looking at Candace's face. I, and it was funny because Candace, it was like, you could clearly tell Candace was like, girl, do you even know what you just said? Like, right. Mia, you're an easy read at this point. Like, it's, it's too easy. <laughs> it is low hanging fruit at this yes. point. Uh, it was actually refreshing to see Candace and Ashley's exchanges, like, almost be fairly pleasant during a reunion, even though they were reading each other. Which even is when hilarious. they were talking about foreheads, when Ashley yes. was like, we got the same forehead, and Candace didn't get mad. She was like, no, yours is a little, <laughs> which is why it clicked to me. 
they like each other. So I think they actually, I, my they made up. I think right? they made up before the reunion because they were hanging out afterwards, weren't they? Yes. And mm-hmm. who did I get this? Tea? I have to remember, think back to who I got this tea from. But basically, Ooh, I'm listening. They were saying <laughs> that the real beef started because Ashley brought Candace in. Mm-hmm. Candace really wanted to be fr- continue to be friends with Ashley because she liked her. Remember, Candace was kind of like timid and wasn't yeah. really, which is funny to think back now. And she was like, <laughs> I, I have a tendency to go off. And Ashley said, Candace ain't scared. Ain't nobody scared of Candace. Uh, the only uh, Candace said, I, I can be like a tornado or something. And she was like, the only thing scared of Candace is my hair when it's straight because it would like poof up. So, mm. or something like that. So Candace really wanted to be friends with Ashley, but Ashley threw her to the wayside to be with the green eyed band. Green eyed, okay, okay. And it hurt Candace's feelings. So then, but that also forced Candace to Candace when when she took Karen's side when Ashley was coming for her when they were in Spain or the, the trip that um that Monique through Paris or I always forget where they went. They might have went to Paris. Yeah, yeah. And they were in that SUV arguing and Candace finally stood up for Karen because nobody else was. That then Ashley was really like, no, I don't want nothing to do with you. So it just kind of forced mm-hmm. Candace to Ashley's side. That was then one of my when, favorite trips too. I love that trip. Ooh, and then <laughs> when they van ride was hell. I am an institution. <laughs> You're the one that says race dick don't work. <laughs> but from then on, I think when Candace got more comfortable mm-hmm. and responding back at that point, Ashley was like, I can't deal with her anymore. So now they're saying that Ashley really did like Candace, but basically it was a whole bunch of nonsense and people in between them. Mm-hmm. So now that, you know, but it all started because Ashley was like, nah, I brought you on the show, but I ain't really checking for you like that. I want to be friends with these girls that were here. Yeah, gotcha. I found myself and I'm so pissed off enjoying Ashley, this reunion and Candace and wishing for Candace and Ashley to become the Wonder Twins, activate. Yes. And I'm gonna tell you if they do. I don't dislike the Green Eyed Bandits because you know I like the Green Eyed Bandits too. Now they pissed me off a little this season. They have pissed me <laughs> off. I ain't gonna lie, but them Green Eyed Bandits better look out if Ashley. Yeah, and that's Candace, a duo there. That's they gonna run Potomac. Ooh, and they gonna do duo. it better than Giselle and Karen ever did. <laughs> I would love to. I would love to see those two make up and be friends. Because I, I, what about I like the friendship? What about if it was Ashley, Candace, Wendy, and Escala? Oh, and then Karen actually got in with the Green Eye Bandits. Oh, and Mia on the other side. Do we think that? See, I think at this point. Because obviously, I one of the things that makes a successful, you know, duo is mm-hmm. that you don't go against each other to the point of no return. Yes. They, I always think that Giselle and Robin will be like the best of friends. Yeah, of course. Because yeah. they're friends in real life. Right. Do we think Karen, do you think she'll ever be able to get over to that side even if she wanted to? Because now I feel like it's not even about like whatever it's supposed to be about on the show. I feel like it's about there are four of us left that started the show. I'm vying to be the top dog. You're supposedly the top dog too. What are we going to do about this? So I feel like they don't even want to be yeah. on the same side. I <laughs> felt like they 
thought that the audience loved it because remember when Karen went on the chat room and everybody was like, oh, they love each other. Mm -hmm. But I feel like if they read the audience, they will see that the audience is getting a little bit, the banter between them is kind of getting a little bit. Whereas with Ashley and Candace, it's always like, like it it creates emotions and Mm -hmm. the audience is divided and they're invested in all of it. Mm -hmm. I think if it was for the sake of the show and if they read the audience and thought the audience would like to see them two team up they would do it simply for the show and that's one thing I don't like about Mia and what really put me off to her before Mia came Ashley Candace Karen Giselle have been asked in interviews over and over and over again if you could take one castmate off and put one on who would you they Potomac is the only cast that has said they wouldn't remove anybody. Mm-hmm. Ashley hasn't said it about Candace. Candace hasn't said it about Ashley. Karen. Giselle said in an interview, I hate Karen's guts. This was like last year. <laughs> but but we are, we make, we are a team. We make a good show. Mm-hmm. Me is now out here. You have a cast member calling for oh. Candace to be fired. And that to me says a lot. Yeah. It's all also not lost on me that. Mia kind of looks the way she does. And that means the whole cast will be back to looking one certain way with the exception of Wendy. But anyway, so, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I was like, I don't, that's what really made me not really take the Wendy too. Cause I was like, oh, you, oh, you doing stunts and shows. So I think that can't, that um, Karen and Giselle would do it if they thought it would better the show because they both want to be on this show. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I, I, I want to see that happen. I want Escala and Wendy and Candace and Ashley but tell me if you you know you can look at people and there are some people that are young but they have old souls mm-hmm. I feel like <laughs> Wendy look wise and soul wise would actually be be with the bandits and Karen and Mia mm-hmm. I think Wendy always wanted to be on that side but this threw her so much that now she's like and plus I think it's going to take a while for her to go back. Not even like, I think that even if Giselle and Robin, like if they were just like, look, we tired of fighting with you. We're not interested in that no more. We're, we want to like clean slate. Let's just move forward. I think now because of the way Potomac's audience is, yes. I don't think Wendy's interested in all because she knows that the easiest route to get to the top on this show is to be against the green eyed bandits. Yes. Green, which is funny to me because she's so close to Candace. Right. And that's what it, it's like. I Well, cause Candace brought her in. Yeah. And so maybe they, and, and I heard Candace on an interview say that Wendy came to her premiere party the year before Wendy was on the show. Wendy was pregnant. Mm. So I, now I don't know if they, how they, I forget how she said they met before that. So that is, that is very interesting. And I think that for Wendy, Karen, Wendy, Karen and Giselle have a different mindset. Whatever is said, it could be below the belt to them. Mm -hmm. They are doing a show. Wendy's not there yet. Wendy still has feelings. And that's the scary part because while they're good TV, you could turn into I don't care what people say because this is just the show or I can go, but like Candace has real emotion attached to it, Mm -hmm. but I feel like Giselle can throw out something that could hurt somebody, but she doesn't have emotion attached to it because it's the show. That's what we're doing. People like, that's what we're doing. People. It's a show. 
Wendy is not there yet. And Wendy's still right. emotion tied into this. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what we were seeing this season. Some people were saying that they feel like Wendy's reactions make Eddie look guilty. No, I think Wendy's reactions is like, y'all better get up off my man and yeah. my family. It's real new. It's yeah, real it's new real new energy. to her still. I think Candace even adapted quicker. Because let me tell you, uh, there's a lot of other housewives that would be like, this hate is too much, I'm done. Right. But did you hear that Can- hear Candace's interview where she said she went, when her and Kenya Moore were doing the show on Netflix, she went to talk to Kenya in her trailer mm. for about an hour and asked her how she handled being hated so much. And Kenya was like, the audience recognizes that there needs to be an antagonist and a protagonist. Mm-hmm. Get comfortable in who you are and what you're doing. Like, that's just, you know who you that's are. It's so funny you say that because I've always felt like, especially recently, if she really leans in, like leans all the way in to like being the villain on the show, can't I always feel like I already feel like she's a top tier housewife. Yeah. And I think she's gonna be goaded. Like she's gonna be one of the greatest of yeah. all time if she really leans in because after a while, she's gonna get like recognized the way Kenya is in the sense that people used to like genuinely tune in to hate Kenya. But now over time, people so recognize what she brings to that show that now they're like, damn, I like I hate Kenya, but I don't want to see this without Kenya. And it's like, you know, the necessary evil. And so I feel like if yes. Candace leans in, she can absolutely be the Kenya Moore of Potomac. She just got to stop because Kenya don't cry that much. But, you know, she just. And see, that's what <laughs> somebody know. said to me. And I felt like I was like, but that's that she said that when she was younger right her mom used to tell her not she wasn't allowed to have emotion and then she was like seeing a therapist and it was like you're allowed to be mad and cry so for me I can cry in their angry tears so it's not I think sometimes people think when you cry you want to be the victim and it's like no I am in a rage and I can't physically put my hands around your neck and slam (laughs) your head into the wall so my body is full of so much anger that it has to come out with the tears that burn your face when they're coming down. Right. <laughs> so I feel like, cause somebody, Donnie said that too, if she would lean all the way in and be mm-hmm. comfortable, but it's like, I guess, because that can also, while these people are performing a TV show at the end of the day, I wonder if some of that does get to them. Like um, Heath Ledger, when he was playing mm, the Joker, Joker. Yeah. they said it got to him. So it's like, at what point do these characters that they're these heightened versions of themselves, do they start to really believe like I am this villain? I am this character. I used to fast forward Kenya scenes. Corey would tell you, I'd be like, uh-uh, I can't, <laughs> I can't hate watch because it hurts my stomach. Oh. But now I'm appreciating her. And I had a conversation with somebody in my DMs and she said that Candace is to ROP what Kenya is to RHOA. Yes, we love Nini and Nini was the goat, but people cannot say that Real Housewives of Atlanta didn't go up another notch when Kenya joined. And it's the same thing with Candace. Absolutely. And I think that is why Monique started feeling a type of way about Candace because she could see it. Mm -hmm. The Green Eye Bandits took to Candace faster than they took to Monique. Mm -hmm. And we all see that. So it's like, Candace can fit in anywhere. She knows how to, you know, she can talk with the best of them. She has that training. She's very, so I think that, I also think that Giselle recognizes Candace's value and likes it, mm-hmm. but it's like, hold up little girl. Right. 
you're not right. going to take this first chair. Right. Because <laughs> even last year, she didn't have the first. The girl got her head snatched and she don't have the first chair. Oh, that's Giselle's seat. That's not going right. on. Karen has been replaced a few times, but. You noticed, Giselle, yes. Mm-hmm, but yeah, that, that, I think Giselle at this point, I think it's, you know, yeah, you know how when you go into the, the actor studio, they got the name uh-uh, like uh-uh. written in crazy, <laughs> written in permanent marker under the mm-hmm. chair. Yeah, I think that's Giselle's seat. No, can I ask you this? And I know that you probably, because we'll be here for 10 hours, but I want to ask, and I didn't <laughs> think about it until, again, I was listening to, look, I'm claiming it now, our friend Rodney, I can't wait till we all three do our episode. Yes. Um, <laughs> Rodney, if you're listening. So <laughs> people were upset with how Candace, they say what, how Candace let Giselle treat her. Like, mm-hmm. why didn't Candace come for Giselle's neck? And he was saying, I think it's a numbers game because if, you beef with Giselle you're beefing with Robin that's two Mm -hmm. she's already beefing with Ashley that's three Mm -hmm. with Mia that's four if you're beefing with half the cast and half the cast decides they don't don't want want to film with you yeah boom so she's Mm -hmm. playing a bit of checkers and there's I mean chess and there's going to come a day when she's going to give it to them once Mm -hmm. the cast might be more evenly stacked that's true because uh what had that happened with Brandy Glanville? Over yes, Beverly it did. Hills. They said, "Nah, we're not, we're not doing that no more." After she slapped the shit out of Lisa Vanderpump, <laughs> <laughs> they're like, "Nah, we're not doing this no more." <laughs> Even Phaedra, Phaedra would have still been on that show if them girls had not refused to film with her. Right, because Candy had a lot of power. They were yeah. like, "Nah, not doing it." Yeah, Ooh. I think that Giselle is the palatable face of Potomac, mm-hmm. but Candace is Potomac. Yes, that's a good example of them being like, that's a good team sport. Over yes, there. yeah, that's a good team sport. They do it well. Because the captain Ooh. doesn't always score the most goals on Hello. a team, but they are the most, they know how to do strategy. Mm-hmm. You know? So they know how to, what's it they know how to delegate. There we go. <laughs> Boom. Oh my God, Boom. Kendrick, this episode has filled my soul. Now you might no. make me watch the reunion with Corey again because he didn't get to see it all. There you go. Look, date night. <laughs> Can you imagine date night? Like, how did I get so just blessed to marry a man who loves the house? Well, I won't say yeah. love. That might be strong of a word, but who who heavily <laughs> likes the housewives? You, you know, one of my best friends in Indiana, he's married and his wife loves them all, but he knows like I love them too. So literally like we would go from like talking about like some like comic book issue or some like Marvel movie to him being like, he, he like Ram just texted me Erica Jane is so stupid and I'm like yes <laughs> yes <laughs> he, we were doing voice notes to each other this was maybe three weeks ago mm-hmm. and we were talking about something totally different and this man said in a voice note yeah I was thinking just like with Erica Jane and Tom one time I swear I'm gonna get naked right there oh <laughs> this is just oh, this is so good he used a Beverly yes. Hills reference in a conversation that's that's what you call love that's black love (laughs) right there that's black love that's it there that's remy and pap there we go (laughs) we're gonna be there for halloween next year remy and pap (laughs) (laughs) i love it oh my taria i've had so much fun kendrick i love you thank you for because i feel like we could i probably could have pulled like 30 more points out of this reunion, but I think we, we've covered it all. I, I think, think we, I think we covered it. I think we went down and up and down again. Yes. We gave the, the people said they want them long episodes with these reunions. So I gave, we gave it to them. 
Who yes. tell the people where they can find you? Instagram podcast, uh, go buy you a coffee. Tell them all yes. those things. So, guys, again, I have to thank Kendrick for having me. I love coming on his podcast. I love when he comes on mine. We have scheduled him to come on next week. So Mm -hmm. looking forward to that. But you guys can find me on Instagram at WeGo, W-E-I-G-O podcast. Instagram, no, that it. you can find me on Instagram (laughs) at WeGo podcast, W-E-I-G-O podcast. On Twitter at T-S-F-A-I-S-O-N. I'm on Patreon, patreon.com slash we go podcast. And you can buy me a coffee, buymeacoffee.com slash we go um, because I now have a mortgage that is so exciting and frightening. So, and I have to furnish the house. So yes. if y'all want my Amazon wish list, I'll send it to you. Okay. But that's where you can find me. <laughs> yes. And y'all know if you listen to this, obviously you know where to find me, but reality and comics too on all available uh, podcast platforms follow me on instagram at reality comics too that's t-o-o if you love this episode you love the content that i put out buy me a coffee www.buymeacoffee.com slash reality comics two the number two because they said my name was too damn long okay y'all i'm kendrick that's the amazing taria Faison of the we go podcast and i'm out of here see ya sat through that entire episode well aren't you special you deserve a treat why don't you head on over to apple Podcasts or stitcher or Podchaser or Castbox and leave me a five-star rating and review for free need to contact me email me at realitycomics2 at gmail.com make sure you follow me on instagram for hilarious memes and up-to-date information about the podcast that's at Reality Comics 2, T-O-O. This is Kendrick, and I'll see ya. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, it's Jan from Toyota, reminding you that Toyotathon is on and here to help make your holidays extra magical. How? Maybe it's driving in a Tacoma in search of the perfect hill to sled down. Popping from store to store in a Prius to find the perfect gift. You did it. How'd you know? Or it could be something much more simple, like surprising loved ones in a RAV4 hybrid. You made it, Bobby. (laughs) You're all grown up. And seeing their faces light up when you pull up to their home. Stop by Toyotathon and make this holiday one to remember. It's the perfect opportunity to gather with your friends and family, both near and far. Dealer inventory may vary. Current offers on these vehicles end November 30th. Offers are subject to change throughout Toyotathon, which ends on January 3rd. See your participating Toyota dealer for details. Toyota, let's go places.